or resettled it anyway. Yeah, right, my cricket knowledge, I love you know, that. educate about, me, sir. That's about very Africa. sexy. Educate the me. whole country. Okay. The whole. Man knows everything. Levels. Ray, please stop playing with this mic. You're stressing me the hell out. You lot are funny. Do you know what? This This is comedy. Don't worry. Not by the way. Good marketing. So let me do this damn dash pose. Pick three is me looking at all the people that haven't bought tickets for Sunday. There you go. What time is? Lincoln Bile. Do you know what? Yeah, the way you've just spoke about him, I'd love to come on Sunday. He's a fantastic man. I'm working. Listen. What event? This is a great man. You know, Dame Dash. I'll be honest. They brought him, um, he and Nikki Slimting brought him to the UK. He's a fantastic man. And I'm not even saying that because of anything. I just think this man is, is like misrepresented. And I feel like this man has a lot to offer like young creatives. He said something yesterday. Nikki was like, because we we're all reasoning. It was like a, re- it was like a lich, literally, let me find out what is going on. Hey guys, welcome back. Hey, 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 who's doing that? Who's doing that? Who's Sorry, doing let that? me one, let me just finish this post. <laughs> Give me two seconds. We're coming here to work. <laughs> no, no, work, work, work's off a run. He's busy. He's no, busy. no. Let me let me just do this post. Okay. I need this mic to turn this way because it's, way? it's it's in I my face. I love that this woman's just fighting with the mic. It's quite funny. Right, you do know you can. Okay, push it inwards in like this, and then you can move around and sit comfortably and still be in the camera shot, right? I'm I'm not completely because it's like I want it I just want it to just this to move this way so at least I can like if I I get what you mean do you know what I mean okay but please I need everyone to talk into the mic today that's what I'm trying to like wow you had problems last time and then and no banging on the table well no one will do that because you see every time we have Mel and Marsha yeah Mel loves banging on the table do I have to turn off my phone I'm silent Silence, fine. If awesome. you need, if you need to take a call, please go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Can't stop. You're quite back. chilled. I am. I am. I try to be. <laughs> I try. How long have you been with your boyfriend for? He's not my boyfriend, you know. Oh, you're just—he's just toasting you. I am. He's. The <laughs> you know, I've man. No, I don't. You know, I've man, man. No, I just started dating again. So that same guy. You've been dating for a little bit. How long is it's a little bit? Good. It's been. Um, I met him no. the, the end of July. What makes dating good? Now dating is good for me now. What I, makes it good though? I've been with the same person for a long time, so I don't really I get know, this life. Because you're married, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. So I don't really get this life. So for me, why dating is good now is because um, for me, I allowed myself to grow up and I cut out the bullshit. So I didn't date for a long time. So so you're dating this man now, yeah? But yeah. what makes it good? What makes him good? It, yeah. Um, it's... Do you know what? He's very different to the guys that I've been with before. Because I can't lie, I used to have... We were just talking about that before you walked in, actually. I used to have a thing for Roadman. Literally. He's not a Roadman? No, nah, he's not a Roadman. So you're like goons, yeah? Mm. You still do secretly. It's all right, man. No one's judging you. Deep down, he's I not am. He's not it, innit? Because <laughs> <laughs> if you saw that. your face, how it lit up when you said, I love Roadman, yeah? That man, that man does not make you light up like that because he's not that man. You should never settle with that man. I'm not. I'm not settling. No, but I'm saying you shouldn't. Yeah. No, absolutely. You should not. take his money, go on dates, enjoy <laughs> the dates. But you should never settle with that man because you know what? That man will never like that spark. Yeah. You look so excited. You were like a little girl skipping. Like, you're like a road man. Just find yourself the best version of a road man to settle with. The best version of a, no, a, a road man that has not a job. Not all road men. Not uh-huh. all. 
Do you know what? Roadmen, the thing is, roadmen have like bad. Dame Dash was a roadman. Yeah. Jay Z was a roadman. Uh-huh. Find that. <laughs> That's your mission. To find the roadman that will eventually go on to achieve something. Because, like, the thing is, uh-huh. the guy you're with now, you're settling because. Can I can I tell you something? Go on, tell me which, something. Which I am gonna cut out because this can't get out because I already get in trouble for the things I say on Laid Bear. So um, <laughs> what's Laid Bear again? The sex podcast with Aloni. Me and Ray do that podcast with Aloni. Oh, you do it with her? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Do you guys just talk about smashing and stuff all the time? Is it? Yes. You talk about giving head all yes. of that. Yes. Of course, what else are we going to talk about? No, but you lot lot go on podcasts, yeah? Yeah. Do you know what I find mad about life now? (laughs) (laughs) You know what the maddest thing? I'm going to sound mad old, yeah? The maddest thing I find mad about life is that how open people are with their private life. Like, no one don't know nothing about my private life. Because this guy, the one that you saw me on the phone with, like, he's very private compared to me. Me, I will always speak openly, but the one thing that I feel like people get mixed up is that they think I put everything, like, I will give explicit details like your name locate no nothing like that like, no i get that do you know what i mean no but i get yeah. that but it's you know still like it's still like you're a bitch i mean it's out there you know what's mad you know so you eat us <laughs> so you just yam you know it what? she's not over the fact that this conversation <laughs> happened because i remember the look you gave me this girl could have fallen over in her chair. No, so, so basically, <laughs> you let her man sit on your face and you yam it. I never sat. No, nobody sat on my face. Lord in it heaven. It sound like the guy sitting and you're and like you're spreading it. Just, no, do you know why I find it mad? Because I would just never talk about that online. And I just think it's so brave. Because I just... Maybe because I've been in the public eye yeah. for a lot of my life. For more... Almost like now, almost as much of a, as I've not been in the public eye. Yeah. If you get what I'm saying? So yeah. like, I came mm-hmm. in the business at 19 years old. Yeah. And I just feel like, I because of that, I've had to be private with certain elements mm. of my life. Of course, life yeah. Because people just, people like, random people come up to mm-hmm. me every, till today. Mm-hmm. Random people, if I'm not in my car driving somewhere, if I take public transport, I walk. Yeah. Even walking, yeah, down yeah. the road. Random people that I've never met before come up to me yeah. every single day thinking they know me, asking for information about me and all of that stuff. So it makes you a bit more it's guarded. It's yeah. yeah. it makes you a little bit more guarded. Mm-hmm. So like when I see people like talking about like, oh, I was in bed and I was eating. I'm like, what? <laughs> like on the internet, you, on you know big bad internet. Is? No, but the thing is, yeah, I don't even remember how that even came out. I remember like the girls when we were sitting in that room and then I, I can't even remember how I said it. And then everyone went, Wait, hot, whoa, wait. And I was just like, I could have thought I've said this before. Like, yeah. It, so, so have you done it multiple times? To the same person. <laughs> yeah. Are you like dating this guy still? You're doing it. He's a road man still. I'm going to turn into interviewing Nikki. You pass his food whenever he wants. I'm not eating. One of them road no. man's like, your babes. No, no. <laughs> hey, all right, boom. Listen. <laughs> Are you listening? I am dying. Are you listening? Uh, nah, it's not even like that. Like, so were you with him? This were you guy, in a relationship? Were you were dating? Okay, so this guy. Oh my you were dating. You weren't in a relationship. <laughs> we weren't. No, eyes. we weren't in a relationship. Yeah, no. well, I haven't been slam. in a relationship in a long but time. This guy could slam. Yeah, this guy was good at sex. Mm, yeah, and he just drove you crazy. You were just mad, and you thought, you know, what, he what was somebody I, I could explore with. I was Is comfortable it? to explore with him. Yeah. So how long had you been seeing him before you did this? It's been a while, I can't lie. 
so you've been like, I want to say up to a year. You've been floating in, in and out of each other's yeah. life for up to a year. No, we weren't floating. We were there. Oh, you were together, kind of. Yeah, we weren't dating. Their, their genitals were exclusive to each other. So what does that mean? I'm so confused because I'm. I don't saying, know what that means. Ask her what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means. As in, you know, they, they were exclusive sexually well, to they each other. And yeah, it, it wasn't official, but they were like, you know, <laughs> no, no. Listen, I'm not saying it's not normal. I'm just thinking like life is so complex now, isn't it? Mm, like out, out there is mad, isn't it? Because like these, like there's like so many different tiers of relationships. I know. Because um, like you're kind of in a relationship with this guy that you're talking to the, on the, the phone. one that. On the phone, the guy. You're kind of. You're, you're not, but you're he kind of. He wants to have the relationship. Yeah, but you're yeah. kind of, right? Yeah. So you're kind of, and then you were kind of in a relationship with this guy, but you weren't really because you were just exclusive, but you're friends. Are you still friends? Yeah. But yeah, let's start the podcast. <laughs> I'm just very intrigued. I just think. I think so, what have you said on a podcast that's mad? Hmm. Isn't about me, sir? Isn't about no, I'm trying Excuse to find me. out. I'm First of all, don't throw me under the bus like that. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. How dare you? <laughs> no, because you know, do you know what's mad? It's like, again, I'm like from a different sort of mindset generation, and like the way that I, like the way no, you share things, like no, the way I share things, is completely different. Like, yeah. you know, I had kids for like my my oldest son's eleven. No one did know. I didn't put yeah. pictures of my babies on the internet. Like, do you get yeah. what I'm saying? No one did know. There's kids. nothing about your family on the internet, yeah. and I love yeah. that. Actually. Like, because it's like you know, if you dig, there is. Like, but it's not like I'm not like trying to be. I'm not. The thing is, from very young, I decided that I was gonna keep my family. My family, like people only. My sister works in the music industry. People okay. only know that now. Okay. Because I only started posting her now, like every every like so often because mm-hmm. we done something together. Yeah. Like, but people don't literally. Mm-hmm. Me and my sister, a lot of people know my sister separately to me, mm-hmm. but people won't even know we're siblings. And it's only recently people started to find don't out. You, like, don't you think that's a siblings. good? Don't you think that's a good thing? Sometimes? Yeah, because I yeah. just feel like I feel like in a way for me. For me, I feel like I came. I'm I'm from both worlds, right? I'm from the internet, pre-internet, and the internet, right? Mm. And so I'm also I'm like for privacy. So if you go on my internet, it's all work on my yes. social media profile. Yeah. It's all work. Yeah, and I made I made a point of that at one point where it's like, you know what? My <laughs> private life, because I'm so public. Yeah. I'm so bait. I'm bait. I can't do anything. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't run in there and steal the mic and run off. <laughs> I you know, like, there's certain <laughs> things from young I just couldn't do. Like, I was yeah. 19, I was bait. I couldn't walk down the street without someone. And so because of that, yeah. I've, like, been kind of tried to create safe space in my personal life mm-hmm. where actually I can be whoever I want yeah. and but I that's can be very myself. Fair. That's very fair because I don't feel like a lot of people will understand that because, yeah. you see, these days, if you're bait, famous however you want to put it is like if people can't find things about you they will dig they to dig, assume yeah. there's a reason why and why call yeah you secretive mm-hmm. oh you don't really do this or oh, he wants to hide his wife because mm-hmm. of that mm-hmm. and his kids is, do you know what i mean there's always like this sort of like excuse yeah. as to yeah it's almost like they want to have ownership because you're yeah. a public figure they they no they, but no like for, for the point is that no one owns me right god owns me and so like, you, but, like people um, um, tend to feel like they have the sense of like entitlement to you no, absolutely the and the thing is, I also like, I also don't care about clout. I don't care about, because the thing is, what you, what I was saying to my brethren over there, I was like, what if Instagram stops working? Mm. Do you know like, what? What I've, if there's no more TikTok? I, I've seen that as a tweet a what few if times. there's no viral? Like, yeah. Like, so then 
TikTok's gone, Instagram's <clears throat> gone. What do we do? Like, how yeah. do we get social validation? Yeah, get exactly. social validation from how we treat people. Yeah, and how we conduct our, ourselves around people. Because like, what the internet has done, it's like a level playing ground for fame. Yes, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, and so you could be famous for doing anything, right? Yeah, like whereas before you had to be, f- you people were only famous for doing exceptional things. For hard work. No, not Absolutely. even hard work, just exceptional things. Right. It had to right. be out of the box. Like, think about it. I became an actor because I went to an open audition and I became famous because I was an actor. Yes. From being in a film that I went to an open audition from. Mm-hmm. There are people that probably worked their whole lives mm. on acting that never got the, that opportunity. Yeah. Right. So I got that opportunity. Doesn't make mean that i worked harder than anybody else doesn't mean but it was exceptional yeah because not everybody was doing it yeah right Mm. footballers are exceptional yes like tv presenters exceptional because loads of people want to be presenters Mm -hmm. but you're the one that's got that role right so you have to be exceptional to be famous before yeah now you can do anything and be famous it didn't have to be exceptional You 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 just need to be popular you know, there's viral. a guy. Yeah. You know, there's a yeah. guy on TikTok. Yeah. I heard about this on another podcast. Mm. There's a guy who sleeps. Mm. Uh, no, seriously, he sleeps on TikTok. As in, <laughs> and I bet you he's got a lot of following. He's making bags. And so I just think I think <laughs> he sleeps on TikTok. And and, and I'm, I'm not saying internet what? is bad, right? Because like I said, it's a level playing ground for fame. And actually, in in terms of like democratizing things, mm. I think it's we need more of that we need to be a level playing field because if there wasn't the internet yeah the way black people are popping now we won't be popping absolutely so like basically the internet what it's done for us as a culture i mean there's been like things like tragic things that have happened like george floyd and stuff like that that has shifted mainstream culture to review the way they dehumanize black people. Yeah. But what the internet has done for us, even before all of that as a mm. culture, mm. was that it allowed us the tools to market. Mm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so in giving us that, it meant that we could market anything to ourselves. Because before, if we wanted to market any ideas to ourselves, mm. we had to go to big, established, white-owned like corporate organizations sell yourself, to yeah. sell stuff back yeah. to us. Yeah. Now the internet allows us to, to sell stuff yeah. to ourselves, yeah. to other people, without going through a conduit, without going through a bridge to get there. Right. And so because of that, it means it's it's got to be a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's meant that more you could do your podcast, right? Mm-hmm. With no big marketing campaign, with no mm-hmm. billboards, with no this, and it could pop. And that's that's the culture now. Yeah, that's and that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And so I mm-hmm. can't sit here and say and diss the internet because yeah. actually it's liberated my people. Absolutely. I mean, it does have the positive sides to it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like you said, it does have a thing where it, you know, highlights certain things. It brings awareness to a lot of things that without the internet, yeah. it really wouldn't. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But at the same time, it's so open but everything's negative yeah everything could be negative or positive right right and the internet has got Mm. positive sides and negative sides and a lot of people dwell on the like negative negative, psychological effects but if you concentrate on the power that uh, that it gives us Mm -hmm. to be able to like you know we made the film the intent right yeah made that independently we released it independently no one knew we released it independently me and my business partner nikki slimting yeah we came up with the plan yeah. to release it the poster was our idea the trailer was our idea. we were able to do that because Everything of the internet yeah. yeah 
Because just, I could do all of that uh-huh. myself pre-internet. Yeah. yeah. But how do I get it out? Yeah. I have to mm. pay a radio station, TV yeah. station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because the thing is, social media has allowed us to network Absolutely. On, on our own terms. Basically, because yeah. Right now, like, let's say if I had an agent, like, mm-hmm. and social media wasn't the way it is, they'll be like, I need to wear this, I need to look like that, I need to do this. And exactly. then go and sit in front of people that don't understand me exactly. to push a product that they don't that get. They don't and, get. Then, and then in the end, when that product comes out, it's, it's not even what I started with. Exactly, yeah. It's not even what I started yeah. with. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right. Your nails look cute, by the way. Oh, this is I nice. Like She's got a love in each other. I like it. I know. I love Ray. Black girl love. <laughs> Why is it called So Nikki Podcast then? <laughs> Let's just do the damage. I thought it was just you. I was surprised there was a friend that came. Oh, is it? Oh, uh, yeah. You didn't, you didn't even say you had like a co-host. Oh, she didn't. No, she no, didn't I even didn't. say that. I just said come and do the podcast. She said come oh, do my okay. podcast. But the thing is, the day when I met you, she was standing right next to me. Yeah, but she didn't speak to me. She didn't say hello. That. <laughs> What does that even mean? I mean, I did see you. Yeah, but what, that, what does that even mean? No, like, you know what you're was? like, she was standing next to me. I'm like, what does that mean? I there was, was a bit like... There, there was like 500 people standing right next no, to me. No, because, no, do you know why? Because you <laughs> see when I saw you, because I'd seen you twice, and we said hello to each other twice. So the first time, hey, the place was packed. It was packed, yeah. When I actually spoke to you, it had died down a bit more. And so what's that, your That's point? my defence. <laughs> what is your point here? <laughs> for not introducing me? Like, what, wait, we what was it? For the, Right, we were standing right next to each other. I'm actually, okay, yeah, yeah. So we were. To I be did fair see to her, you. she said hello. She, it was like, oh, you know, so you I've see, got this podcast. Do, do you know what? Yeah. I'm like, when, just hit me up on the social. The time when homeboy. No, I saw him. Yeah. I genuinely saw him. So what happened with homeboy? Tell me. <laughs> All right. So I did see. Tell you. me what happened, man. I'm gonna tell you what happened with homeboy. Hey yeah. guys, welcome <laughs> to So Nikki Podcast. It's your girl Nikki, and I'm Ray. We have a very, very very special special mm. guest mm-hmm. i'm talking black excellence very much i'm talking where the culture started you know where the culture started contribute to where the culture started bear continues pressure. to continue what did you say yes. bear pressure bear pressure no yeah. it's not bear pressure. why is it bear pressure <laughs> listen you deserve all the flowers you, right now i deserve my accolades yes <laughs> shoulder bounce for them <laughs> right I just want to say you're the first person that bothered to pronounce my surname right, even though I've described it. I've been described. Really? I had to say my surname to people for years. So well done. Oh, thank you. <laughs> like you're like, and I've been on every I've been on every news channel under the sun. <laughs> I've been on every interview platform under the sun. <laughs> the only one I've not been on Graham Norton yet. <laughs> like you know, but I've been on everywhere. Listen, you are going on Graham Norton. Amen. Amen. Doing like Amen. you're on your way there. I like him. He's funny. <laughs> yeah, I, like I, like I think he genuinely likes black people. He does. Yeah, I think he does. Yeah. Look at us like bigging up people Isn't for it? liking <laughs> other human <laughs> beings. It's deep. This is the low threshold that we've got of human beings in the world. Anyway, Mr. Black Excellence, how what, are you what's, feeling? What's, I'm here, man. I'm here. I'm yeah. good. I feel good. But well, thank uh, you for coming through. Yeah, I'm hungry, but Nikki's getting me drunk. I'm hungry so too, and Nikki's getting us drunk. So yeah, we love what is it. This? What is this drink? It's um a little concoction I made. My little prosecco. What you're not gonna tell the listeners it's what? prosecco and mango juice tell them to try it's, it's honestly that yeah. <laughs> guys send pictures send pictures of you drinking this drink whilst you listen to this podcast I can't, like, that's to gonna Nikki. that's gonna be the instagram clip yeah femi said so guys so no you send to pictures you have to, so. like, come and live life man life is good that's cheers, cheers to and that. by the way we do a toast at the beginning of every episode so look. and it goes like this 
A toast to life. Amen. A toast to life. A toast to love. A toast to love. And to everything that is so, so Nikki. Amen. So Nikki. Mm. So why is it called So Nikki Podcast? Because <laughs> oh my god, because um, do you know what? It's just a name I came up with when I first started presenting. It was the name of my blog website. So Nikki.com. Remember blogs? They were so big. Yeah. That's how I started um, getting into radio. So interesting how, how everything evolves. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, but um, it's coming back. It's under construction. It's still there now. People can go on there, read any research. <coughs> more content and stuff. Like Absol- you're going to do absolutely. more content Because people love... everything's visual now. Yeah, people loved it. So why not? But it's just... What like, are you telling I, them on, on, the pod, on, the, on the blog before? So why do I they just, love it? So I just cover like um, independent artists. So my my vision was okay. I'm coming up too. I know there are people also coming up. Let's help each other. That was that was. What's your What's your biggest call? Who was Who did you call? That biggest call. Yeah, like or who, like biggest. Story. Who did you interview? Talk to that that's now like big. my biggest. Mm. I can't. Like, I have two right now because one of oh. them would be you. That's and you. for the blog wise, Crystal Smith, she's Neo's wife. Well, Love now ex wife. Oh, yeah. I, I saw some of that. She broke up with him. Yeah. Wasn't that... Did they get back together? And they, yeah, they did. And they just renewed And then they renewed their vows and then she's... Um, did he cheat on her? Yeah. Of course he did. He cheated on her? Of course he did. Wait, why are you vexed? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> of course Wait, why are you is, she really, is she really beautiful? She is Show so me a picture of this nice. w- beautiful woman. Can you show... Can she's gorgeous. Because yes. this phone is my, this no, my no, phone. That's cool. Show me this beautiful woman. Because you know when I first interviewed her, yeah? Yeah. Um, you, I researched her, like, I watched her other interviews and it's like, you ask her the wrong question, she's going to let you know, listen. I love that. I'm not doing this. Energy. I was shook. And then the day we all went, the press day, I went first. <clears throat> nice. I was so scared. But do you know how we yeah. bonded? How? Over our boobs. <laughs> I love that. She was like... I love that. She was like, oh my God. She was like, you got big titties too? And then I was like, It's oh, a yeah. real struggle, isn't it? That's funny. She was like, you got big titties. Imagine trauma bonding <laughs> over big tits. Trauma bonding. It's not she alright. I just looked at it. I was like, I'm going to buy it. She alright. Like, she she alright. Look at his face. She alright. <laughs> Right, he's like, take your phone back. You did take your phone back. She was okay. Like, what was this? why did you I mean, show I mean, me in the first place? Man, he loved the woman. Like, like every, each, each, like you know, everyone. Um, is relate. You don't know about these relationships, man. You just don't mm. know. Relationships are complex. Mm. Relationships are complex. Right, That's why you're not in relationships. That's why you're you're friends with spontaneity. Do you know what? We're going to move on now. I've got a game for you. You're not even going to do this. Go on. <laughs> I have a game for you, but this is for all of us, just to, for us to think. So mm. um, we're going to move on soon mm. to talk about the documentary, The mm-hmm. Evolution of Black British Music, mm-hmm. which, by the way, I think is such a good documentary. I think it's epic. I, I'm going to rant on about what I love about it when we get there. I, no, don't worry. <laughs> me too. I'll talk about what I love about it too. So um, obviously we're going to make it music-based. So name a song that makes you think about school. So your time at school, and I can—that's an easy one for me because when I was writing it, I was like, ah, "This is easy." Oh, there were so many things that made me. There, my song, obviously, school was where my love for music really came from. So I yeah. used to listen to. What blew my mind yesterday? I, me and my business partner Nikki took Dame Dash to get his studio. Mm. What blew my mind was seeing Gets and Dame Dash next to each other. Because I was listening to like Jay Z records <clears throat> and pa- listening to Gets on Pirate Radio. Mm at the same time mm-hmm. and so it was like 
bringing that really underground movement together mm. and the fact that we've brought this man that brought us all that music yeah. to the so, UK yeah. mm-hmm. to meet Getz, who's like one of the, my favourite artists from when I was young. Yeah. It's crazy. But anyway, so I like Pirate Radio. But outside yeah. of that, I remember like we would, I went to a boys' school. So like, okay. there'll be like, I remember this is early secondary school. I remember like you people would scream out, re eat wine and then And so this is like year seven, year eight times, I reckon. Year seven, year eight times. And then you'd like, you know, so solid I'd makes me think of school. Yeah. Um Oxide and Neutrino. Can everybody stop getting shot? A man used to pretend to get shot in school and that. And and that again, that's early school times, Mm -hmm. but like by the time we were 15, 16, like, I was into Jay-Z and stuff like that. But, yeah. like, everyone was banging out just pirate radio. Yeah. We were all listening to Road Deep, Dizzy Rascal. Mm. I'd say The Fire. I was going to say. So, like, I'd say <laughs> I Love You. But I didn't even I like love I you. Love You. you, you I like I lo- Dizzy on every other song. <gasps> no. I love every other Dizzy song. I'm, like, the only person that doesn't like that song. I think the production's bad on that song. I think <gasps> it's messy. I think that song sounds messy. But that I feel like song? But, but then for me, I feel Everyone like Everyone loves it. I feel like that represents the time. No, no, yes. but but there's better Dizzy songs from that time. Okay, if you put it that way, all right, cool, but like it's weird to me that 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 was the song, but everyone loved it. Well like fix up, look sharp. Yeah, no, I like that song was that good. Song that came, that came later. Like but like like that song came out later for me, but like mm. there were songs like Dizzy was killing Dizzy killed. The vocal version of Eskimo. Yeah. Dizzy mm. killed. There was all these Road Deep songs yeah. that Dizzy was killing. Like, but that are not even, I don't even know the name. There was a yeah. song like Dizzy did the, like, he was like, Rascal, a hot one, never look dumb. Play some, win some, never lose none. Um, Something, boy, what's that? Never been one. Beg friend, you, what's that? Never been you one. See the thing three about plus Dizzy. two plus three plus one. Millimeter gone, make a boy run. Hey. Ain't no comedy, ain't no. Hey, you see that? Hey. You see all of that? Ain't no comedy, ain't no fuck. Like, all of that, yeah, for me. I need me, that sound when it goes pop, 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 For me, that for me, Dizzy Rascal is a massive part of like being 15, 16 for me because even when he got signed, I felt like I got signed. Mm. Like that's like my artist from like when I was that age, and then um, and then I like Ghetto later when he mm. became more of an artist. Okay. I liked him on radio, but I liked him even more when he became mm. an artist. Mm. So I like Pirate Radio a lot. Fifteen, sixteen. That's mm. all I listened to really, and I listened to like Jay Z, DMX, and people like that. I liked all the New York rap that was coming out at okay. the time. I liked all of that. What about you, Ray? What song reminds you of school? Oh gosh! Sorry, I gave you like a whole compilation. <laughs> no, it's perfect. No, yeah, because it actually brought back memories of like you know Channel U for me. Because <laughs> you see when you said Roll Deep, I was like, nah, no, nah, yeah. Nah. All of um, Dizzy Wiley. Oh, I love me some Wiley. Just, just all those people just going home and putting on Channel U and just coming back to school and then you know, have you heard this new? Da, 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 yeah. Have you heard this new? And then we just you like, know you wanted to practice, yeah. Because Especially when the boys, because I went to a mixed school. Yeah, so when same. the boys were talking about yeah. in my class, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know about it. Yeah, and then yeah, we're like, our MP3 it, yeah. player, the big one, the big run. I read the technology. We never used to do a thing in technology. So we would be infrared in yeah. song. I mean, infrared, Bluetooth. Bluetooth. Do you know what Bluetooth song? Bluetooth was new. I can't lie, my song for school, and it came up in the documentary, uh, Gash by the Hour. I'm sorry. I got Gash by the Hour. That, that will always be. Like, yeah. <laughs> 
that will always be like a memory and then of course you had roll deep as well yeah. i used to love roll deep I, mean, I used to love scratchy because he was just the odd white boy and i think that's when i started knowing like, that i like white boys white boy. oh, do you like white boys oh, yeah, i don't mind you know that's a whole other that's cool man that's cool listen <laughs> sorry, the thing I'm is do you know what's crazy do you know what's crazy do you know like you know like color like you know being black being white all of that yeah. really if we really break it down it's all a construct and mm. like ultimately Ultimately, everyone have has their own taste and all of that Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely, but it's like really and truly, what's mm-hmm. what's crazy about life is how we've been conditioned to think, oh, black people like this, white people like human beings are like whatever. exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so I just feel like because if I brought home a white man to my parents, mm-hmm. yeah, they would not mind as long as he yeah. treats me properly Absolutely, and that yeah. he's respectful. Mm-hmm. They don't mind. Yeah. Right. You like skinny white boys? Like scratchy. No, not skinny. With yeah, hair what tied type up of like, like that. white guys do you like? What's what? your white guy that you're yeah, feeling what, right now? Like your type? Like, um, do you like a Davide or do you like a, 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 a scratchy? Oh, I like a Davide, not a scratchy. Scratchy. Sorry, scratchy, please. Out. <laughs> I, I ain't trying to dish now. <laughs> she said not a scratchy. <laughs> please, 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 please. I'm not trying to dish nobody, but that was like my opening to white boys. I don't uh, know. He was just different. No, I, he, was, he was a quirky MC. Yeah. Boy, I, do you know what? I was so, I was so like, jealous no, when my sister met him. So the school that my sister went to, mm. Roll Deep showed up one day for a show. Like they surprised the students. Nice. So the teachers yeah. didn't tell the students. So it's like they just popped up. Yeah. When my sister told me, I was like shut up man you're lying you're lying and then the pictures came i was like <laughs> i was heartbreaking because i loved roll deep oh my god all right a song that makes you think about your friends Ooh. do you know what for mine is whiskey don't dog it reminds me of my uni days oh that's a good when one when i used to go coventry shout out to my friend whitney um go coventry one. like that was like our anthem mm. whiskey don't dog Alphabet's like them times like Whiskey David O mm. when it was like you know Whiskey or old David yeah. O it was really it still like is that now. Right? Still yeah. is that. it's never yeah. stopped it's never changed <laughs> it's, never <stopped>. it's never changed <laughs> no it's like you know I for know people who were like you know because I'm Whiskey that's because you know I was David O but I now I enjoy Whiskey I can't like after that event do you remember <laughs> Where David had us waiting out in the cold and he walked past us, went into this party, <laughs> his security locked the door and, left, do you and left people outside. Like, do you know how many do you know how many guys he came around, with? Guys and girls that he oh, came just with. Follow, and they were the all like literally behind him. Like no, literally just, just do this. Yeah. <laughs> just shuffling like so that. Like, like, we, we, we were friends with um, Popcorn and in Jamaica mm-hmm. he has like hundred people like just cars like I can imagine land, oh, right. bikes cars yeah, yeah. basically he, he finds out you're here and he pulls up for like 100 people mm. and we and then we sometimes go to like clubs with him mm. and we call them the snake wherever you go the snake <laughs> just, follows just like him just follow, it's like a yeah, snake yeah. you know like the tail of a snake I've seen it the snake Cause, no, I've, no I've seen it in person when people are moving like the whole entourage yeah, oh yeah move. you it's, see that girls will grab their friend hey come like the yeah, yeah, yeah. The, snake, the snake follows him <laughs> yeah but I feel like obviously in the industry the mandems are the real groupies but that's a conversation for no i agree do you know do you know do you know how did we get here no 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 no, i agree do you know what it is Uh, women being groupies is overstated Mm. right and so i don't don't disagree and also men 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 act a bit wild around around men that i've got profile can i I tell you something i thought it was just me that noticed that it's actually a lot i was doing interviews at an event in july huge event it was Ghana party in the park one of the Ghanaian artists kelvin boy was coming off the stage Mm. my job was go meet them when they come off the stage 
take them to the area where we're interviewing. So literally, I saw him. I said, "Hey, I'm Nikki." Blah blah. He put his arm around. He was like, "Hey, whatever." Out of the bl- listen, some guy used two hands like this, pushed me out of the way. Oh, and then he said it in tree. I have to say in tree for it to make sense. What's so it? those of you that are um, Ghanaian, you understand. It's fine. We'll put subtitles. Yeah, I'll put subtitles. <laughs> and then yeah. the guy pushed me out of the way. I literally went flying like this. I almost actually went down on the floor. Oh. And then I was just like, who the hell just did that? Yeah. And then I saw the guy giving a camera to his friend, a phone, sorry, to his friend. Oh, tra- um, chale, chame, chame, chame means, ah, oh, listen, take a picture snap quickly. Me, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. And then I looked at him. I literally gave him like this death look like, are you sick in your... I didn't like, care. That is... All for a picture. All for a picture. I mean, like, I've but seen... But I'm not just talking about the fans. I'm talking about their entourage, no, I'm, I'm the with, men in I'm entourage. with men. I'm, with, I'm around other men that have high profile, even probably bigger profile than me, a lot. And, and yeah, I feel like men do do the groupie thing. They really do. Massively. They but really we don't, do. Because we don't call it that, though, because it's just their boys that, mm. you know... But, there's, yeah, there's so many guys out there. <laughs> if I'm indirect and take it how you like, but mm. there are guys that I've met. They're like, "Oh, I'm this person's manager. Oh, do you know that I'm this person's? Yeah, and I'm working with. And I'm like, Yep, yep, yeah. No, you're not. Like sometimes when they say it, they forget that mm. I may know these people, mm-hmm. and then they'll be like, "Oh, I'm this person's tour manager. You know?" And I'm like, No, you're not. Do you know what's such interesting? Such yeah, what's, what's like what I find weird about this new generation. It, well, not it's our generation because it is our people. It's people within my age group as well. Mm-hmm. Um, is how contingent on other people's success people are these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think like, for me, I'm lit. I'm Jay Z. I'm Dame Dash. Yeah. Facts. Okay. I'm Puff Daddy. Yeah. You no, know, in my head, this is how I wake up every day. This yeah. is what I'm able to like. But that's what I'm able to achieve. What yeah. I am. Yeah. And so like. But like a lot of people, it's about who you're standing next to. Yes. Their light is based off who they're standing next mm-hmm. to, not the light they're giving themselves. We yeah. had that conversation. And, and yeah. People need to remind themselves that actually you've been called to achieve a purpose as well. And your purpose may be, not for everyone, your purpose may be to align yourself to be number two, three, four, five for someone. That might be your purpose. Yeah. But a lot of the time it's not. Like people are just not really pursuing their own dreams. They're not pursuing their own yeah. purpose. They're just like aligning, trying to align. Maybe if I rub shoulders else's. with my yeah. man, I can be, do this. I, like, listen. I, I, I yeah. actually don't believe in that, you know, because I don't either. there was yeah. a time, like when I first started presenting, there was a bit where I just went stagnant. So I started helping other people do stuff, like come up with ideas. I was organising music videos for people, getting people to studios, just hooking people up. And I remember one day, yeah, Ray will tell you, I do not mess with my prayers. <laughs> I, may, I may not go to church like that, but one thing about me and my prayers, I will pray with an open and clean heart. I remember one time I prayed, I said, God, you know what, if it's not my time, and you're actually using me to support others, let me do that. Yeah. And then the people I was actually helping, things actually started happening. Like, even now, like, they'll still message me, oh, Nick, do you remember X, Y, Z, oh, thank you, blah, blah, like, till now. And these things were, like, maybe max, possibly about three years ago, like, just before COVID. And do you know what? I'm happy with that. Do you know why? Because I wanted to do it. It's not because... I was going to do something and put myself next to somebody that's doing something. I wanted to do it because like 95% of those times I wasn't getting paid. Mm. Nobody was paying yeah. for my petrol. There, yeah. Like even when I need to take cab, no one's paying for it. But then I was like, do you know what? I actually love this. So mm. I'm going to do it. Mm. And then also I'm also going to learn. But then 
for me, that's for me. But then some people like that might be what they're doing, but then they want to look away first. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like they might be genuine about it, but they want to look away first. But then I feel like those people, if you forget about the look, maybe things might start happening. I don't know. Right, no, I don't know I'm what not, I think. Do you I, know what I, I definitely mean? agree yeah. because um there are people that also, you know, present themselves as if they're helping but really it's all you know to just watch what this person's doing or you know take your client or go behind your back and just be like oh i'm doing this as well Facts. do you know what i mean Facts. so a lot of the times for me it's it's just like if if you're trying to help somebody like you said you did it because you wanted to do it a lot of people yeah. don't do it like that a lot of people do it because they're opportunist a lot of people do it because they just want to say Girl. oh <laughs> a lot of people do it i have a story about that oh, and, yeah. and i'm, and I'm going to tell it finish do you know what i mean and it really irks me when i see you know certain artists because i've been around obviously like certain artists and then you and then it's like they use their name and it's like what are you trying to do okay you're this person's this mm-hmm. but how can how how can you come to me and be like oh i'm this artist this, this, da, 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 da. Uh, where's, exactly mm-hmm. where's your identity who mm-hmm. are you do you know what i mean mm-hmm. so yeah th- it's it's mad it's mad i hear that a lot of vultures. I'm gonna jump to the end of the list so that we can move on. Yeah, so I'm gonna ask you guys, what is your favorite song right now? It could be. I like odd... anything but Asha. Okay. Anything. <laughs> you can breathe on a song. You could just breathe. But what's your reason? Do you know what I wasn't expecting? <laughs> I wasn't expecting that either. No. Obviously, obviously, I didn't know what you were gonna say. I'll but tell you. I'll go tell on. You yeah, tell us. Tell us. <clears throat> I'm Nigerian, right? Mm-hmm. And Asha cares like he sings a lot in Yoruba. Yeah. yeah. And so like I'm literally using some of these songs to teach my kids how to speak Yoruba. Because they know all the lyrics, but they don't know what they're saying. Mm. Okay. So I'm trying yeah. to explain to them, oh, okay. this means this, this means that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And not for a long time, a lot of the Nigerian artists, they don't speak Yoruba anymore because they're quite international. Yeah. So okay. they speak English. They might say one Yoruba word on a song. Whiskid will say like two or three Yoruba yeah. words on a song. The rest is, girl, I love you. It's about how her body looks or how beautiful she looks. Yeah. But he does it well because we all love it, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 um, but a few Yoruba songs, all of them, they'll use a few Yoruba words here and there, right? right. Whereas Ashake singing in Yoruba is popular. Um, but it sounds good and some of the lyrics are quite deep. Like some of the lyrics on some of the songs because mm. they're deep, like, but he's putting it on a like on a vibes on a one. Yeah, right? yeah. And and then um and um there's a sound called Fuji from, from Nigeria, right? Okay. It's like the rave the party music that like my parents like not even my parents really like the nineties it was popular. Is it more like sort of almost the live band? Type yeah, thing? the live yeah. band type. His like, music's yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's weird how the producer that he works with has managed to figure out a way to fuse that vibe. Mm-hmm. That's like Fuji, which is a vibe that I lived in Nigeria till I was ten. Yeah. So it's kind of a and I was born in nineteen eighty six. And so I was growing up in my like before I was ten in the nineties. The sound that was popping in Nigeria at that time was Fuji. That was like what Wizkid and them are like now in that version of mm. that. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, okay. Wizkid and that are like novel. They're like they're like British artists or yeah. American artists, but yeah. these guys were like the version of that that wasn't as high profile. Mm-hmm. And so for me, 
the music reminds me a lot of that and the okay. vibe and the way he delivers his lyrics and like the way he speaks Yoruba and the, like just the vibes of it, man. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like genuinely. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all I le- look, I could go on my Spotify now, yeah. Like literally. But then why was it anything but? Yeah. Did I say what? That's what you said. You, you said, said anything, anything but. I no, I said anything by. Sorry. Oh, because I thought you no, said anything. No, my diction. Oh, my diction. I thought you said anything. You no, no, bye, so bye, this bye. is why we laughed. Okay, that nah, that wasn't yeah. funny, guys. No. It wasn't okay. funny. It wasn't funny. Bye. So look, okay. look. So I listen to I'm on piano. I listen yeah. to I listen to rap. <laughs> it's yeah. literally yeah. that, but this has been there for months. Okay. It's all I listen to. Okay. I love it. I can't like. You see, with me, Afrobeats is kind of hard to sell to me. But that Ashaka album, I thought, oh, let me just listen to it. I can't lie, I liked it first time around. Really? Yeah. yeah. I listened to it while I was getting ready to go out. Like, when did it come out? Two weeks, three weeks Two, ago three now? Weeks. So I've listened yeah. to it like a hundred times. Yeah, I listened to it, yeah. And I was like, this is actually a vibe. Like, I didn't skip it, nothing. Yeah. It was it was a vibe. So I definitely like it. I'm still getting used to it because I'm not really like a fan of like... You know the Ross type of like Niger sound you or like whatever. The vibes, yeah. I don't. You like know. the whiskey, the cool vibes. Yeah, that, that the Bernard music. That, <laughs> yes, that, that, that's that's what I call it. That comes to my favorite song. So mine is Chris Brown and um, whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of the guy on TikTok. And I yeah. love you every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a smooth song. I love it. No, Whiskey, and, and Whiskey does develop this whole new lane for himself. Yeah, it's very yeah. smooth. And I love that for and him. Like, yeah. ma- imagine, like, this is how lit Whiskey is. Yeah. Chris Brown is trying to sound like him on the song. Mm. Chris Brown sounds like Chris Brown on every song. Mm. Yes. Chris Brown has got his own distinct sound. But you know on this song, he sounds like Whiskey. So yeah. on the first verse, I didn't even clock on tour like that two, was, three times. Yeah. I listened to it. At the end of the first verse, um, Chris comes into it. It's, he sounded just like his kid. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. No, I think it's a, it's a statement to how incredible and how great Wizkid is, and how, how he's been able to like fashion his own sound. Mm-hmm. That you know, like Chris Brown, who's like one of the most prominent artists in his generation, mm-hmm. is like assuming the character of Wiz mm. on a song. You know, it's, right. it's amazing. Ray, but yeah, I shall care anything Any, by anything by. Okay, so I take that laugh yeah, at the yeah, beginning. Yeah. We we'll take our laugh yeah, back because we'll we thought he said because anything I, but. Because I was really <clears> waiting <throat> for you to land and be like, okay, so what did he do? No, no, like, I love yeah, him. Yeah. That's what I was just like. No, I, I like, love him. Why? He's my favorite artist right hey. now. He's my favorite Nigerian artist because I like the I like the street ones. You know the ones you don't like. I like Olamide. I like Zinoliski. I like Naira Mali. I like all the hood ones. I like the whiskey. I like all that. I'm only recently a Malian. Do you know what it is? I'll tell you the truth. Yeah, okay. The thing is, yeah, I moved to England. I moved. You can't. Do you know what? Uh, I shook my toy. Do you know what? That makes you shake my nyash, okay? Yeah. So that that is good. Like, Nara's music, it's it's good, depending on the occasion. But you know, like, the strong one, like, you know, Ashake and, like, yeah. I like Olamide. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Olamide has got a, a yeah. band that out now. Because I feel like he's the older version no, of Olamide is Ashake. The, I mean, he's the one that brought in. Yeah, he's exactly. The that he's these. the one that introduced Olamide has, like, yeah. brought in so many other artists. He's, yeah. like, incredibly brought in. discovered <coughs> Adekone Gold, Ashake, mm-hmm. Fireboy, um... Naira Mali, all like so yeah. many artists came, came out of him. Like, yeah. and not even like, you know, as much as like <clears throat> David and, and Wiz and Bernard mm-hmm. are like incredible artists, they've not really bossed anyone like that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, Olamide bosses a new artist like mm-hmm. every year. Yeah. Like, every, he always like, seems to get it right. That's OG it's, shit. It's incredible. Yeah. It's incre- like, yeah. using your platform 
to help others and i just feel like I that, that's that's, that's what we're that's here that's amazing for. but um what was i saying i can't remember yeah that you like the ghetto sound no i like that i like because i feel like it's weird what it's gonna sound weird what i'm gonna say because i liked when i was lived in nigeria right mm. i feel like i would have become one of those kids okay oh, okay Okay. so in an alternate life mm. i feel like i would have been them okay i hear it so if you didn't come here yeah i feel like i would have been the younger. streets like i would have been like one them lot. Them. yeah i would have yeah. been like them lot you never yeah. know you could have been the next asha exactly. no, i'm not saying yeah. I, like, I'm not saying i would have no, been an no, artist like their vibe. you know that their vibe. vibe i feel like <laughs> i, I feel mean. like because i wasn't street or nothing i was like i lived with my grandparents when i lived in nigeria and stuff but i just i love that music that whole spirit yeah. and I, I i feel like i i it's like it's like when you get like execs like dressed in suits like lawyers and barristers but they listen to the most cruddiest yeah. gangster rap because those because, guys like, they, some of them might have come from that or like yeah in a parallel universe they wish they were that so yeah. when i'm listening to like xenoliski or naira marley and like they're ratchet and that yeah but i feel like you know there's a part of me somewhere yeah. that could have been that yeah. yeah it's mad yeah. i hear it yeah because it's something you have in common with them yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely I mean, yeah. yeah i could have been ras <laughs> i like too, i could have been ras <laughs> i could have been ras with these people me i don't like ras ray what's your favorite like <laughs> what's your favorite song right now? i'm really feeling the burner boy um oh what's the name how can i forget the name but i'm gonna sing it though <clears throat> girl 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 Think about this. You got you got Femi to turn his whole chair. Look, 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 look at him. Oh, I can't he think about it. He, way, he, did, he did a 180. Don't do that. I forgot the name of it. Wait, okay, okay, just to save myself the embarrassment, let me find the name look of it. G. <laughs> she says you know what? I love I'm a piano as well. I didn't think I'm a up. piano, yeah. Love it. Uh, I love uh? I think I like uh, I'm a piano artist that I love, yeah. That's funny, but I'm, I'm a piano. Ghanaians don't like anything because, like, what do we call Because like everyone's just gone and populated their country with their own sounds. I'm <laughs> like, um, but, but, <laughs> but, um, I like I'm a piano. My favorite I'm a piano artist uh-huh, is yeah. Focalistic. So you're still coming to sing it? I thought you're eating. You don't have to sing. It's okay. Please, Rachel. it's called It's Plenty. I'm it's just, plenty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Of that Hennessy. Thank you for saving uh, us. Thank you, thank you for saving us. <laughs> I didn't know where I was going. But yeah, that's my hit right now. You know. I no, it's that. nice. It's nice it. that it's got a video now it's, as well. It's such a celebratory. I mean, I'll be honest. This song? new Burner Boy um, I don't know album if I pronounce that mm. word right. <laughs> is really good. It's it's um the last one wasn't that as good, but this one's like I feel like the African it's, giant one. Yeah, no. This is how deep deep it was. You forgot the last one. Yeah! (laughs) I I had to catch myself because I I, I, I love the African Giant one. Yes! African Giant was such an epic piece of work that it was difficult to follow. And I just feel like with this new project, it's really recentered himself and I think it's a fantastic project. But African Giant is probably like the definitive afrobeat album i feel like if if you say like a scene sort of peaked Mm -hmm. that was the peak of it Mm. like was that and then obviously then then we had the album before but then wiz's album i feel like again brought that energy back to afrobeats he brought a new vibe because he's basically like it was like a really good r&b album but from afrobeats basically yeah i hear that yeah right 
Listen, I'm itching right now, yeah. Can we talk about the documentary now? Please? No, let's do let's. <laughs> You see me, I can talk about anything, as you can see. I love that. We can talk about your man, we can I'm talk, about, we can You're talk really about anything. This, you? Do you I love how he just has you in the hot seat, so, you know. I'm just oh, you've know. not given me your story. So, like, if, if, we, we can go there. Listen, yeah. okay. if you were on FaceTime with your man when I walked in, I, I would have given you Oh, she was energy. on FaceTime. Yeah, on FaceTime, they were talking, talking. Okay, I know that's right. We'll catch up later. He loved it as well. The guy loved it when I said, oh yeah, finish your conversation your babes, man. <laughs> he loved it. He loved it. The evolution of black people. I'm getting all down. the tea you know from Femi right down, now. I know him. I, like, I'm trying to give him the hell you. I'm getting all the tea. Up. I love how he's just <laughs> spilling all the tea. We like that. Spill, spill, mm. spill. I'm a tool spiller. Yes, yes. Big spiller. <laughs> I'm actually tired of this. Right. We should make that a sound. <laughs> Use it on TikTok. Um, so the evolution of black British music. You see now, just, I'm just laughing. Yeah. There's even a tear in my eye. So. You're good. The eyelash is still banging. Thank you. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. On, show them. So directed by yourself mm-hmm. and Nikki Slim T. Mm-hmm. Created by you guys. Like mm-hmm. the concept came from you guys, right? Yeah. So, so. Me and Nikki have been wanting to do some, what, something about, like, you know, grime initially. Literally, it was meant to be just about grime. Mm. And then um, we came up with a, we put together a pitch document in 2020. Mm. Um, and then after we did the pitch document, we um, we sort of pitched it to, we actually pitched it to Sky. Okay. Sky Atlantic. Mm. Um, okay. No, not Sky Atlantic. Sky... They had a documentary station. I can't remember what it was called. Is it Sky Arts? Sky Sky Arts. There you go. So so I pitched Mm. it to Sky Arts. And the guy was really interested. He said, send send me a budget. Let's get it together. Let's make it happen. Wow. In 2020, um, you said? Yeah. Like just before the the meeting, the pitch meeting was just like a day or two before the pandemic, the lockdown. Wow. And then the pandemic happened. we're We're still developing a bunch of other projects. We um we signed to CAA, which is an Amer like an American agent, mm-hmm. and then we signed to an American manager. We de- we just doing loads <coughs> of Zoom calls. Pandemic, we were really busy. Like yeah. me and Nikki were really busy. Like you know, developing projects and all of that. And then we had lots of um things we were making. We we're making music videos. We brought back Channel U. We put out our film Against All Odds. We we're doing a lot right during that period. It was probably one of the busiest periods. Once they said you could shoot, we were shooting. No one you literally just yeah, yeah we're just shooting and yeah. so um and so then we pitch evolution to this we were introduced to the new commissioner of BET Cecilia okay. Dean and um we pitched it to her and she was like um I love it like can you make it about because we were like it was meant to be about a grime it was meant to be about a grime what we're gonna do we're gonna make one episode about garage as the origins of grime and then go a little bit back talk about jungle a little bit mm. in that episode and then we're going to talk about grime for two episodes and then okay. we're going to do an episode about now okay so it was going to be garage really it was meant to be <clears throat> before grime so jungle and gra- garage and then grime for two episodes and then nowadays like present day the yeah. future yeah. of black british music yeah. And then we pitched it to her. She was like, oh, why don't you break it up into how we've got it now? We're like, okay, cool. She was like, why don't you do a new treatment that acknowledges that, change it all up a bit, 
So we've got like one episode about Jungle, one episode about mm. thing. We were like, oh, that sounds lit. Let's do it. And then Nikki already had like loads of relations. Nikki came up in the business, right? So Nikki, yeah. Nikki was, was one. A DJ, wasn't he was he? one of the pioneers of grime. Mm-hmm. Like, so mm-hmm. I used to listen to Nikki on Pirate Radio mm-hmm. when I was listening to Dizzy and Getz and all these people. I used to listen to Nikki's crew, East Connection, on Pirate Radio every Monday night on on Deja Vu FM. Mm-hmm. And like he had people like Napa in his crew. He had Demon. He had um, Lady Fury. He had. Um, at a point, Maxwell D, I think, was in that crew. And then he also had... um The crew was started by Major Ace. Um, rest in peace. And so, like, he, he started that crew with Nicky. It was Nicky, Diesel, Major Ace, and a bunch of other people in that crew, like Double O. And so I used to love, like, listening to, like, Grime, like I said earlier on in the episode. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, it, in a way, it was, like, what brought us together. Because how I met Nicky... Was one of my friends, Justin Donaldson, took me to a studio um, at a place called Jetstar. They used to press records there. So, like, CDs okay. and records <clears throat> in Housden. This place in, called Jetstar. Nikki was at A&R there. And I'm, my friend, Justin Donaldson, took me into the studio. Like, oh, I'm going to introduce you to my friend, Nikki Slimting. I used to try MC. Like, when I, when I first came Did in the you? game as an actor... <laughs> I was quite good. Like when I first came in the business as an actor, I was still trying to be an MC at the same time. Right. And then um, he took me to the studio and he was like, oh, it's my friend Nikki Slimting, the producer. I was like, oh my gosh, Nikki Slimting. He's like, oh my gosh, you're the guy from the films. And then we just became friends from then. Okay. And so um, and so it made sense that we do this project. And um, so that's that was the process of like bringing it from development that we developed it because we know the story we are the story <clears throat> like i could talk to you about like sort of anything from garage onwards but nikki obviously is older than me so mm. like he could go back to jungle like, yeah where he was booking all the jungle guys yeah and so like that's his childhood yeah that was in the same way i grew up on him he grew up on a jungle lot mm. and so that was how that came together because i could see that because in the jungle episode which is the first one he was very in that and then when it came to the grime episode which i believe is was it the third one and then you were really in there so we didn't do it like I, that you know I, I could so i could tell so you see from what you're saying about your experiences and what you came up with i can when i think about it now i can tell yeah yeah I for sure um, we didn't even think about it like that i mm. think what we've done we've done big interviews of everyone yeah and then like with people like with myself they just like we i was interviewed by nikki obviously about grime because we co-directed it okay so he was the one i was interviewing it is me right Wiki. so so he interviewed me Wiki. about grime right so i uh-huh. I, I was you i was answering and then i interviewed him twice in that documentary right so if you see he's got two setups so i interviewed yeah. him twice I interviewed him about because he was quite prominent, a little bit in Funky House, but we didn't put him in that episode, I don't think. But like, I interviewed him about Garage because he was big in Garage, and I interviewed him about Jungle because mm-hmm. that was the scene that mm-hmm. he adored and looked up to. Yeah. And then, and then obviously he was in the Grime episode as well. Mm-hmm. But like, he we we really delved. We did a big interview about Garage and yeah. Jungle with him. So I want to talk more about the Grime episode, mm. maybe from a bit of a selfish point of view because it was my favourite one. Really? Yes. It, it was Don't a, you think we missed out a lot of people? That's what I'm coming to talk right, to so you <laughs> about. 
Can you see what my schedule is? Nah, no. that's what I want to talk to no, you about. No, I can't see it. I just and know. I don't want it to be <laughs> too sort of like almost provoking because here's the thing. Like for me, grime was like my time when I was in school. Yeah. So I enjoyed grime. I can't like, I was that nerdy girl in school. You don't know what's in my headphones. You don't know the fuckery that I'm listening to. But that was what it was for me. So mm. I grew up on Roll Deep, Wiley, mm. Dizzy. All of them people there, even when we talk about Boyardee and Saskia, by the way, I cannot believe you even got them. What do you mean Boyardee is about? Listen, like for Mm. me... They're my guys. These are my guys. But then for me, it's like, you see when Channel U ended, Ended. it's almost like a lot of things were shut away from. So unless you don't go out and look for these people. Sass Sass is trying to break the world record. for. He does a freestyle every day. I'm gonna look for him on social. And Boyardee is like uh, he's a he's a um director and a cameraman now. Okay. And, and also he still makes music. Yeah. But he's a director. So like I'm doing a show for Channel Four <clears throat> and he came and, and did some camera work mm. for us on that. So mm. Boyardee's there. By the way, by the way, that's another thing that I love. Everyone is so creative. They're putting like their yeah. creative work into different things. And I love that for they sure. keep going with that. But for me, when I saw Boyardee Saskila, I can't tell you how. Yeah, was, like, I was like, I'm like you though. I'm like you because I love these guys as well. Yeah. So like, Boyardee will tell you every time I'm like, you know, you guys are superheroes because what they did, the closest that we've got to them now is like NSG. Yes. NSG's always vibes. Yeah. Like New Brand Flex were always vibes. Vibe, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So in I'm a really scene, fangirling in a though. scene that was that was um quite gangster in a way, or like quite attitude and boys and angry and all the testosterone and all of that they stuff. They brought that they fun brought, flair. Like, because they decided in the documentary, they talk about it, you mm-hmm. could tell they wanted to do something for you. Yeah. They wanted to do something, the, the one that doesn't like the Raz boys. They, <laughs> because they I remember to, yeah. they, they spoke about the video. They wanted to appeal to the girls like, oh, okay. in a way that yeah. no one else was trying to yeah. appeal to the girls. That's exactly what they said okay. about the girls. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that was really interesting like because I know why now, talking to you now, I know why they went with I Love You as the single. Because there was no one making <laughs> yeah. songs about girls. So, yeah. Only Kano mm-hmm. and Dizzy had a song. Everyone had their girl tunes, mm-hmm. but they weren't actually engaging women mm-hmm. like that. Whereas I Love You was like, the girl's on it, she's mm-hmm. talking back to him. Yeah. Like, that boy, some prick, you know? In a way, as a, go nowhere. it gives the girl something to get Absolutely. into. Whereas yeah. Grime at the time used to clear the dance floor. Yeah. Whereas like, I Love You gives the girl something to... And to I'm not going to be funny, you know? but, then, but well, you yeah. see before that, in school, yeah, mm. you know this, because mm. you, obviously you went to a boy's school, but we went to mixed, to mixed schools. schools yeah. Like The only girls that could get away with that were the ones that used to be down with the man them. And yes. that, would, yes. that would be like one girl. One girl. Yes. Imagine your youth group with like three to four hundred children. Yeah. One girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that, I, that I just felt that. like for me, what Boyardee and that did, they took that to another level. And I, even when Kano did Girls Love Boys mm-hmm. Love Girls, that was a big tune mm-hmm. on the underground because these men were talking and like Kano came out of the first time. He had brown eyes and all these all these girl them yeah. tunes. They're like, you know, <laughs> yeah. just including the women, like because like someone, I don't know who said it, like you can't as a musician, it's the women that you have to appeal to. Yeah. That's why Whiskey's so big. I went to Whiskey show. I've never seen so many because African it's mostly women. Yeah. At a O2 concert. Absolutely. Well, what blew? Why I loved Wiz this concert is that I've never seen so many black people at a concert in my life. Yes. Yeah. And I've never seen so many black women at a concert in my yeah. life. And and because it was like you know it's just a different appeal. And yeah. so ultimately like. Oh, yeah. okay. 
ultimately for me, I just felt like um, <clears throat> I felt like Boyadie and those guys they appealed to the women in a way that no one else had done up until that up until that point. Yeah. Even though it was that kind of like it's quite like now it's in twenty twenty two it's kind of inappropriate saying I, I get gashed by the hour because it makes women feel seem disposable. I mean, a lot of things back in but those he was days. Young. He was a kid. Exactly, like, he I feel like if it, if we talk about stuff that you know people well, say, yeah, exactly. Trust me, everything that could be everything, and this is basically part of my, like our childhood. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Singing, I got gashed by the hour. Like, you can't sing that without a song. Do you know what I mean? A- anybody that grew up in China, you grew up in those times. It's, do you know what I mean? Like, who cares? Like, it's no, an amazing I, I song. I love it. I love it. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, no, I get what you mean, though. If that was something, obviously, nowadays, this, no, nah, yeah. It's a different time. It would definitely be cancelled. It's a different time. No, for sure. For sure. Do you know what? Because I want to move on mm. and talk about what you touched on, because it's definitely something I wrote down that I said I want to talk about. So, especially for that episode with Graham, the people that could have been in that episode right so i'm just trying to you got a list i don't have a list i just have three main names <laughs> I, I just have three main names go and tell me i know i'll tell you why we didn't get them go I, and tell me I and i'll like, give you an honest answer i feel like for very obvious reasons they are but it'll be good to get like, no i'll tell you why well. so was, the first one yeah. for me is crazy titch obviously he's in jail like, yeah him, he's in the jail as mm-hmm. even though Sorry, do you know when you said um, you, you know I'm, I am surprised because you know when you said um, um earlier that yeah. when Chani you went, people like me, I didn't know where to find music like that. Do you know what I mean? After internet. that, it was called the internet. MySpace. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah, MySpace. my parents were very strict, so I wasn't allowed on the internet at all. Weren't you? Yeah, no, I wasn't. Are you a Christian? No. So why did they? They're just you? very controlling and very strict. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. So when Channel U left, I, I didn't know. Yeah, I hated. I hated that for me too. Do you know what I mean? My, my parents are strict, but I think the, I think for me, my leeway. You have to be was crafty. You have to be crafty. The, that was my leeway. My music. But Channel U. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't allowed to have anything. Really? Because oh. obviously, like you know, I'm, how do you? I'm. Where's that? <clears throat> I'm All a woman right, of a certain age. A woman, uh, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Age. It's just me. Especially I'm 30 years old. No, I'm 30. But okay. yeah, but obviously, like, it's her how. Birthday <clears throat> <soon, by laughs> Why am I supposed <laughs> to buy a present, the perfume that she's running out of? No, no, no. We did not go there. We did not go there. <laughs> I'm just joking. Okay. So <laughs> but yeah, so obviously, like, I don't know where all these people are. The only people that, you so know. You didn't know I, Crazy Titch went to prison. I, I, I had no idea. You're like the only person in the I whole had, of the UK that. I had know. no idea. And secondly, I didn't know all the names, right? You didn't know Crazy Titch's name. I mean, I knew. Because <laughs> his whole song was. Like, <laughs> say, say my, my name, name Crazy, crazy Titch. Yes, I know. Yes, yes, yes. But, like, obviously, the journey. Come and I get your man. <laughs> No, but then, to, but then to be fair, home. but Nikki, if it, come and get your man. <laughs> but then to be fair, I grew up in East London and I grew up in Newham. Where did she grow up? South. 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 She's from yeah. South. Come and, and get your man. <laughs> I already Nikki. said my parents kept me in a closet. So not literally, guys. Not, not, literally. <laughs> not literally. Not literally. sounding like Harry Potter right now. <laughs> so that's one of the main things. But then at the same time, I'm thinking he did record a little something for Stormzy's album. So I'm like, could somebody have got some words from him? Okay, keep going and I'll come back on all the names afterwards number two mm. dizzy okay keep going Next but then one. i feel like again Next one. wiley 
I was okay. thinking that. Uh, is the, that all the, you want? The, those were my main three. Okay, Be- cool. Because the people that I loved to see in it, that I thought, oh, could they have been? Mm. Could, they, could they have been in it? Yeah. And I did see them at the party, at the launch party. Was um slick shout out to my older slicks and um, rough squad. <laughs> They're uh, in it. Yeah, they are. I'm saying those were people that when I was thinking about the evolution, obviously I didn't know how it was going to be. No. So what we yeah. tried to do a lot of in the show was we tried to give roses to people that have never had their flowers and like. Like, so a lot of the people that are in it have not necessarily been celebrated as okay. pioneers of DC. Yeah. And so that was very important to us that these people, some of them, they'll never go on TV again. They've never been on TV before. Yeah. People like important. me would have recognised them. That, that was important. Yeah, from Channel yeah. U. Yeah. Um, but, but, um, but Crazy T obviously is, is, is in jail. Yeah. And um, we had a short period of time to turn the show around. So, like, we got a commission mm. in October. Really, the show was finished in March. <clears throat> okay. We had to clear music. That's why it took mm. so long to come out. Okay. So, the show was from October till March. We did the show. We did all the interviews in October and November. And then we did so some. So, it's been a year. Yeah. So, like, but the clearance oh. process takes long. Yeah, yeah. So the show, remember, the show's been done six months ago. And right. so it's only come out now. We're yeah. still wrapping up the, some of the paperwork now. But I suppose that my, my, my thing to you mm. is that the Wiley one, Wiley wasn't about, as you may or may not know. I re- I spoke to Wiley. I was okay. like, Will, I want you on the show. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when the show came around, I couldn't get a hold of Wiley, okay. which is not surprising, which is normal Wiley stuff, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. I, I spoke to Will and he was like, you know what, I'll do it. Like, without jungle, there'll be no Wiley. I remember he said that yeah. to me. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and because he wanted to be a junglist, he wanted yeah. to be in a jungle scene. And so that's the Wiley one. The Dizzy one, I think he was caught up in a court case at the time. I was yeah. just going to say, because so you see, so you see, when I said Dizzy, and I was like, okay, for reasons, but obviously yeah. we're, we're not going to get into that. Yeah. But then, because um, I would just rather not get into that. But um, yeah, because. There was a cool yeah, thing and happening. so like these are my like these. I'll be honest, like I grew, like I said, I grew up on these people. Like, yeah. So I'm, I get tingles when I see when me and Nikki take Dame Dash to the studio to meet Gets and D Double mm. because like these are my heroes. Every single person in right. that. I'm in a picture of every single person in that picture of people mm-hmm. that as a teenager I never even thought I'd be mm-hmm. standing next to, mm-hmm. right? And so like with Diz, I love Diz. Like me and him talk on social. Like he's doing his thing. Wiley is like making a comeback. He's like got a beard now. Like you know, he looks like he's eating good. good. Like he's putting a bit of him. weight. You know, we like, love that. Like, we love, know, that, love for that for Wiley. him. Yeah. And then like you know, crazy Titch. Like you know, God willing, he finishes his beard and he's out. And yeah, he's, he's been to, in like, for a long time. Yeah. I was in school. Yeah. So he's 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 done a long time. Yeah, he's done a long time. And huh? so. You know, ultimately, it is what mm-hmm. it is. We tried our best. Like, you yeah. know, Grime episodes mm-hmm. got maybe about 29, 30 contributors. That's a lot of people to fit yeah. into a documentary. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was hard to do. And Grime also, we had to get a special dispensation to make it a longer episode because right. we each episode in that show is 44 minutes, five seconds max. Yeah. And Grime is about 60 minutes yeah. because it was... Because Grime has gone on for over 20 years. Grime's only kind of like died down, so to speak, again in the past like three or four years. Grime was big. I'll tell you, Grime's had like three three comments. Grime was big with Diz and Kano and Wiley. That was the first generation of Grime. Mm. And they went commercial. They got signed, sorry. They got signed. 
And then Channel U came in and then Grime was big again. Mm-hmm. And then Channel U died and Grime went down again. And then there was Boy Better Know keeping Grime going for a right. long time. And it was Boy Better Know oh, gets. Boy Better know. And um, and this is someone that we should have put in. And, oh, what's his name? Who? P Money. We, should, we didn't okay. put him in. But like, so P Money gets and, you know, Lord of the Mics. Yeah, gets that. Was, that was another thing. I did think of Lord of the Mics because for me that was in it though. That, yeah, no. We talked to the guys. That oh no, it's in it. there yeah. because that was my introduction to Graham because I have an older um god brother who's a DJ. He's probably about six, seven years older than me, and that was like my introduction into it. But then for me, it was like, what are you watching? Like, what is this? It was like some DVD. I remember seeing Lady Sovereign <laughs> in Lord of the Mics yeah. in in oh, one dance, just going back her. to back to back, and I was just like, hey? mommy, that's the the white girl with the side with the bun. Side oh, yeah. Okay. Your with the tracksuit. You know yeah. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Listen, they, weren't, <laughs> they weren't home when I used to watch no, Channel U. school, so like, like we just used to snap. <laughs> there was no girls around to try yeah. and press, so all we do is cuss people. We'll just they, go on each other. They would just snap. Yeah. That's all we, we do. We, we get that. Do you know what yeah. I mean? We get that. Yeah. We just snap all day. Do you know what? Even to, like, yeah, that, that was my introduction to Graham. And then I started getting into it because I was thinking, oh, everyone else likes it. Mm. But then I really found a love for it. But then one thing that I found very special about that episode is how people got on. And of course, they talked about Jamal Edwards mm. because I can't lie, it wasn't until like the first couple minutes and then you do hear his name like, oh, Jamal helped me with this. Da, 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 da. I can't remember who said this, but... Someone in the documentary was like, Jamal Edwards got in a cab at like 2, 3 o'clock Marks. in the morning. Marks. It was Margs. Yeah. It was Margs. Got in a cab at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. To film, in, to film a freestyle. To film something. Yeah. And then I was just like, and the thing is, these are the types of stories you hear about Jamal Edwards. He was very dedicated to helping people and yeah. actually putting out their craft. And obviously from the time frame that you've given about, you know, shooting the documentary. Um, that was pa- like one of the last few things we filmed. And yeah. so I remember I was meant to call Jamal to be in it. And um, I remember, like, finding out. So, like, one of my good friends, a guy called Isaac Denzel, mm-hmm. and he's, like, he was, like, one of Jamal's best friends. And he worked at SBTV with him. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember, like, saying, I'm going to call Jamal to be in it. Mm-hmm. And it's mad because I remember it happening... And then I remember I did an interview. I'm in that little section I saw talking it. about Jamal. Yeah. But I did an interview for Channel 4 on that day. Because like one of my friends works at Channel 4 and he called me. He's like, do you want to say something about Jamal? Mm-hmm. And I was like, if you want me to, like, yeah. you know, like, and they were like, oh, do you, does DEE want us? Because I had DEE in. Yeah. And DEE was like, no, I can't do that. And I was like, you know, I don't mind. I'll say something. Because like Jamal was someone that I loved and respected in, yeah. in what he did. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, it's just like unfortunate there's certain people that i can't believe this year like a few people have passed away or like last year i can't believe that they've passed away like i just this year and last year there's been a few people it's like, been a lot within like not even just jamal like just in the in our industry just even like road people like yeah. people that are famous on the roads yeah that have passed away that i'm just like that's crazy yeah that i've known and i've had personal mm. relationships with that mm-hmm. like, that's crazy but we needed we wanted to do something that was like respectful yeah and like people were talking about and it the, was yeah and people were it talking really about was. the importance of, of sbtv anyway yeah and then we needed to get permission from his family but luckily for me i knew isaac 
Okay. Who was like, who called me when he was with his mom and like, because Isaac's one of my close friends. Yeah. And so then, but, and so he was friends with Jamal. So he was with his mom and his sister the whole time throughout yeah. the whole process. So I was able to get permission to do all of that because you need permission to do all yeah. of that. And then obviously with the jungle episode, Skibbadee passed away as well. Yeah. And um, there's a guy, um, his cousin is a guy called Glean, Glenn Akins, who okay. discovered So Solid. Okay. Uh, he's in the documentary as well in the in the garage episode, mm-hmm. and Glenn was able to pattern that up. Mm. Okay, I because I just wanted to bring that up because I just thought that he's Jamal's very instrumental to the industry, putting a lot of people on. Mm. Even just the way he just networked and socialized, yeah. it was so like it's just so beautiful to see. But then. Again, I'm really happy that he was remembered in something like that because he is part. Like if it, if we go on the title, not to sound too cliche, but the evolution of Black British music, he contributed a lot. He put a lot of people him. on. Yeah. Like one of my favorite things I love to listen to on YouTube is something from SBTV. It's um, PME Crept and Conan doing mm. a co- doing a cover of um, no, not for me. <laughs> What's a Craig David song? They did a cover of a Craig David song. Is it Seven Days? No, not Seven Days. Is it Fill Me In? Yeah, it's Fill Me In. Yeah, it's Fill Me In. Imagine Uh, the the song that I'm listening to all the time and I was like, what is it? (laughs) No, like, I can't like, that cover is such a vibe and it's an SBTV thing. Like, it's, it was so amazing. So I'm really happy that he was remembered and he was part part of it. Legends never die, man. Legends Legends never, never die. die. Never die. One thing I did want to ask you: What did you want people to take away from um, watching this documentary? Whether they watched one, whether they watched two, or I mean, I don't think it's possible to watch one, like because I love, I actually love the documentary. Like it's yeah. one of my favorite p- bits of work that I've done. Like, it, like I've made movies, I've done like you know, like things that are, I suppose, like more epic. But like this captures our culture as black British people and I just feel like we need to document our history otherwise it will look like we're never here because like like you know when I was coming from Nigeria I wasn't Mm. expecting to come to England to see bare black people because I just thought it was like the sound of music in England (laughs) because (laughs) because you know what England doesn't market itself to the rest of the world as having black people here True. And so, and we look at ourselves. We've got our British passports. We say we're British. We're mm. da, 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 da. Like we've got our families here. We've got houses. We've got mm. all these things. But people outside of here don't even know we exist. Even Americans yeah. are disturbed by, by black British say, actors yes, the because they don't think yeah. we exist. Like yes. they've never even knew we exist. And so it's yeah. a culture shock for them that we yeah, exist. Yeah. And so, in a way, I just feel like we. Um, the more you do your podcast, the more. I do shows like this, the more we're creating a culture that can't be ignored. Facts. Absolutely. Do you know what's funny? Because like at my day to day nine to five job, like they started talking about black history month and I went, Oh god, here we go. And then imagine there's only two black people in my team because I work in Essex, so there's only two black people in my team. Mm. So as soon as they mentioned Black History Month, they everyone went <laughs> and I was thinking, what? And I went, Why are you not looking at me? I literally went it was such yeah. a like a quick reaction, like, why are you not looking at me? Mm. Oh, did you, you know, want to say this is me? No, I didn't. Because, <sighs> because what? Yeah. Because do you want me to tell, like, some people in my team, I know they don't give a damn. They don't. They but don't. then, do you know what? Yeah, I turned what I said around and I went, 
Do you know what? Can I tell you something? Do you know what I'm proud of with Black History Month? Mm. The fact that the school I went to was such a terrible performing school and now children from that school are being fought over to go to Oxford or Cambridge now. Mm. I went to Brampton Manor. They now yeah, have a I, they I now have a Nigerian um, teacher. teacher. Nigerian, no, they carry love. <laughs> like, and I'm proud of my scene. I'm proud of the things that I do outside of this job to grow as a black person. Mm. So I started talking about Stormzy, and the male made me do a video. And do you know what my manager did? Mm-mm. She made everyone sit for the ten to minutes watch to watch that. the video because my manager, she actually does support black people. She yeah. really does. So that's what I want to come to. So people like Stormzy making these huge staples because. By the way, I love the music video. There's been so many different talks about, you know, the actual song itself or if it's one of those songs, are you actually going to listen to it? Or do you just fuck with it because of the video? video, Right? Because, you know, that last part of the video where he's got everyone in white, you've got Ian Wright, Heddy One, Mm -hmm. Gabrielle, Henry, Santan Dave. His name's not even Santan Dave no more. His name's Dave. Um, Jamal Edwards' mum yeah. and sister. You've got Posty. You've got Rashid. Yeah. I could go on. Is people who are pretty much, again, yeah. evolution, who've come up, supported the industry as black people and have also welcomed new black creatives. What do you think about like this video and like what it represented? No, I love it. I think I think Stormzy just always gets it right. I think he um he um he's a cultural driver. He is. Mm. And so, mm. like, you know, when, when there's a Stormzy video, Stormzy always makes the right cultural moves, no matter mm. what. Like, you know, no matter what you think about Stormzy's music, no matter what like he, he's doing, he's got the fund, like, that, sending kids to Oxford and Cambridge. Mm-hmm. He's got, like, the, the books. He's got, mm. he's now got a film department. He's mm. got a show with Sky that I saw someone developing. And he's putting on people from the culture. He's putting yeah. on black writers putting on other black people he's shining a light on black british culture yeah and i just feel like it's a whole movement because yeah. actually it's, it's stormzy is so important to co- the culture because the way he's presented himself the way he's marketed himself the way he's positioned himself mm. is about pushing forward black british people as a whole rather mm-hmm. than just pushing forward stormzy and I absolutely mm-hmm. love that. What did you did you've seen the video, right? Yeah, I saw the video. Did you love it as much as I did? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I know how much you love Big Mike. So I probably I didn't enjoy it as much Mike. as you did. <laughs> but not that I fancy more nothing. <laughs> yeah, okay. So she says <laughs> <laughs> No, I definitely enjoyed the black excellence in that. I felt yeah. like it was almost like I remember when it came out and then obviously Twitter, it was like just went crazy, went crazy with mm. it. And for me, it was very emotional to see, you know, the elders, the youngers, and mm. then obviously Sir Jamal, his, his family and things like that. I just yeah. felt like, good for you, Stormzy. Yeah. Good for you. Because a lot of people are in this industry who feel like, oh, you know, Graham was a hundred years ago. I don't need to give no accolades. or I don't need to give no flowers to da, 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 da. And I remember when Wiley used to like, you know, which I hate, used to go back and forth with the small boys. Do you know what I mean? And they Wiley used to be like, he oh. loves it. <laughs> and obviously some of them, I'm not going to name names, some of them used to kind of like talk down at him. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And these times he paved the way mm-hmm. for a lot of people. So I would have loved to have seen my babes there, but we all know why. Your babes. <laughs> we all know why, Wiley, you know, whatever, whatever. Wiley's your babes. Yeah, I like Wiley. I love Wiley. I... But did you really, babes? Yes. <laughs> Discovering new things about your friends. 
<laughs> but anyway, my point is, my point is, the video was amazing. Shout out to Big Mike. Sorry, oh, I was, Stormzy. I was gonna cut out your mic there. I was gonna be like, please stop. <laughs> but why? Yeah. What's wrong with Riley? Babes, really? What's wrong with Riley? Yes. I didn't say there's nothing wrong with him before he hears this and he just oh. does like a one minute TikTok rant. I like, am dying. Like, I'm there. dying. <laughs> what do you feel like the scene's going to look like in the next five years? Because especially from the documentary, we've seen like, I can't lie, black people have been a movement when it comes to British music, especially from Jungle. I feel like I learned a lot from the Jungle episode Ooh. because... I don't feel like that was my time and I wasn't... It wasn't my time. Yeah, I didn't even live and, in England. <laughs> and I wasn't... And I've, to be honest, I've never actually been into jungle music. Like, I know that is a UK thing, but to learn from that to what it is now, because I'm actually just on the last one now, which is the Road Rap episode. Um, and I can't wait to see people like Tiffany Carver in that one because I saw the little preview for it. I, I'm a um, Tiffany Carver fan. So she's sis, man. I love her, man. That's she's sis. she's so she's she's a young girl, but she's so good at what she does, and she really loves what she does, and I love that, that she energy, loves it. Yeah, we, yeah. Met, we, we met in Nigeria, like, yeah, in 2019. She's, okay, she's good. People. She's lovely. So, um, what is grown a lot? What do you feel like it's gonna look in five years' time, or do you feel like a lot is gonna change? Do you know what? Do you know what gets said to me yesterday? So. I keep going back to this because this is recent. I remember, like, me gets what's there with Dame in the studio, and Dame goes, you know what's mad mm. is that we've come so far because he wouldn't be in my studio right now. If you t- if I t- if I told you 15 years ago that I'll be in a studio, in my own studio that I've built, mm. right, Mm. He's got a complex. Gets got a complex that mm. <clears throat> is like probably half the size of this. So you see where like I saw that was Mickey a main studio. Then w- there's an outside bit. Okay. There's a podcast. But you could do podcast. You could do this at his studio. Tell like there, there's a whole podcast <laughs> bit. There's there's Tell there's. there's I mean there's a whole like like literally there's a rehearsal space. Like he's built his own space, right? So mm. Gets got this space. Mm. And he's, if you told me that I was going to have my own space mm. and then them Dash was going to be my space, I'd be like, get out of here, man. Yeah. But here we are. Yeah. So, like, there's so much for us to be able to achieve. There's so much to do. And I just feel like it's... it. I want it to be about ownership. I want it to be about... Black people talk about ownership. I'm not saying don't work with people that have money that are not within the black community. Right. I want us to own some of our culture. Absolutely. Right. I want us to own some of the, the, the brands. I want us to own the narrative. Mm. And so that's what this documentary is about. I'm, right. I'm sure there'll be like a million even better documentaries to come afterwards about music culture in the UK. And so it's just foundational. <coughs> I feel like what at the foundational phase, and I feel like it's not a phase. I feel like what hit, like Stormzy and those guys say, I feel like we're here to stay. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... um. I just want to see more ownership. I want to see like right. us own more. I feel like it is very much needed, and I feel like you definitely take that away in um, from the documentary because, especially when it gets right to the end, you've got people like IBD in um, in the documentary, and you know, ev- I think everyone knows what's been going on with her, and like you know, the thing about owning her name and things like that. Mm. I think it stuff like that. I mean, that's it, man. That's just like, to like, it's sad to see her go through some of the. I think yeah. it's horrible. It's so horrible. Sis, it's really like, sad that a lot of like, people go through that in the yeah. industry. Like, she's, yeah. she's a young girl. She's like she's, she's really got, working hard. She's 
got big energy. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm never not smiling around her. Like, you know, she's like someone that I met not long ago, but yeah. she's someone that I really like because like she's got good energy, man. So yeah. I mean, like, that's just the music industry. Mm. I just feel like it's a little bit mm. corrupt, like in the way that people do deals and structure. That's the deals. reason why I used her as an example because she she's clearly putting the work in. Look at all the shows and stuff that she's mm. doing. Like even just her presence on social mm. media. All of this is something, you know. Like me and Ray, we talk about this all the time. Like mm. when it comes to posting stuff, oh God, I gotta record. Posting's this. hard. And like, look at look at me. I was taking <laughs> fifteen minutes. Listen, I didn't look at her. I walked in this room, I didn't look at her for fifteen minutes. He actually didn't. He walked in there and like, I sat down. I hugged him. I went hey and then he just sat down and was like yeah talk to me about your procrastinating like he was just like, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like he's really multitasking so that's the reason why i used her yeah. as an example because when you talk about ownership that's the kind of things that i think of it's not just about the music or paying for your studio yeah. stuff like that it's pretty much owning your brand owning your own yeah but what do we think obviously um and like you said femi mm. us having ownership mm. of our own shit mm. Um, what do you think should happen in order for people like IVD to not be treated like that? Because a lot of people who are up and coming, they just love excitement. No, it's not that. We just need to, we need to be able to, do you know what I I think I've been thinking about a lot recently is because Dame Dash are making a documentary. um, I'm going to say, I don't know. I might get in trouble. Who knows? They might not. Making a documentary at the moment for Channel 4. They've not announced it. But, Amazing. Um, and um, <clears throat> um well, it's coming out soon in the next few weeks. This one's quick turnaround. It's not evolution. One year, <laughs> evolution of Black British music. You've been doing it for one year. No, this one's quick. But um, um, so I'm making that, and they, we put Dame in it mm. again. I shouldn't say that, but whatever. Um, and um, we um just don't put this as part of the clips. I was just like, it won't be part of the clips. they need to go and stream it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. so and so and so, he said something like, you know, they make you feel like signing your beep away is a stat, like it's a status thing. Mm-hmm. They make okay. you feel you're winning when you're losing, and that's been on my mind that for so right long there. because you, it's like yeah. when you sign. And he said something. We were talking to someone, Stephen. Bo- I'm saying all these things. Talking to Stephen Bartlett, and um, yeah. and um, he said something like, and I know I'm going on about him a lot. It's because I've I've been around him and stuff like that. I, do, I like Stephen. I do. Bartlett. I do have my own opinions as well. But he said, he said, um, how can you sign to another man? Mm. How are we excited to be signed? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're signing. To someone else, you sound. And when I'd never that even thought about, I never even thought yeah. about. Imagine that like, you're like, oh, I want to make money in life. Yeah. In order for me to do that, I'm going to sign yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what comes to mind? Almost like slavery. I don't want to get into all of that because, like, some I mean? artists benefit from signing, right? Make lots of money, and let's be clear on that. Some artists oh, gone. Can I ask a question? Mm. Do you feel like a lot of these younger artists they're signing too quickly? I was just about to ask that. I think everything's too quick now, though. Okay. I feel like someone tweeted today that Ashakir might be doing, like, he, he tweeted, he suggested he might be doing a bigger venue yes. than mm. Brixton Academy. Yeah. That's O2. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, bigger, there's nothing bigger but the O2. There's no 10,000 venue yeah. in London. Well, there is Wembley. Yeah. But that's O2, O2. really. Yeah. But 
We've seen some of his performances online. Do you know what? Yeah. Do you <laughs> know what? Guy, I, I saw a tweet. Yeah. That doesn't. <laughs> I, I saw a tweet. Yeah. So, so obviously he sold out his shows. I can't lie. I'm a bit upset because I, I didn't even know about the tickets. But somebody said, yeah, why are you people getting Ashake to try and book um, O2 Greenwich like it's a funeral boardwalk of farm? <laughs> I was like, what? You see how people on the internet go too far. Yeah. I said, "Whoa!" No, but 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 the point <laughs> is the point. I'm, I suppose I'm trying to make. So like, I think it was um Chucky online. He tw- he tweeted like, you know, a lot of these artists are getting to do those shows. Usually, you build up from like a thousand venues. Then you go to the next. Like, like a that. lot of never even played in London, and he's exactly. doing yeah. he's doing three. Brixton's yeah that's so- sold out. That sold out in like ten minutes. And you know, and tra- and you know yeah. NSG. Yeah, you know NSG. Mm. You've done one show there. That was sold. I went to it. Sick show, by the way. Oh, Amazing no, show. No, I asked one of them to, to make sure I was on a list. I never heard from him. <laughs> I'm not going to put him on blast. It's my guy. Which, which, which one are we I'm not going to put him on blast. <laughs> when, when, we, when we turn him for the That's my guy. Them. I'm not going to put him on blast. Listen, I can't lie. That show, sick show. I was like a proud mummy for them. No, I love those I w- boys. I would have loved to have seen NSG do like another date or two. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. then think about it. I should, like three days at the O2. But why? Fair enough is Brixton. Because people have bought but, it. But then you know no. that venue is huge. It's a big venue. Yeah. Let's let's not play. No, do you know what it is? It's not even about it being big. It's about audience demand is so potent now. Yeah. So like you could come out, everyone loves your song, it blows up, and you mm. go from like being big in Nigeria to being big in the whole world, like in ten days. But you know what? It's I also feel like because I I'm even you know, answer my own question because I asked why he sold out so quick and why there's such a demand. I forget the UK. We we basically make these people like uh, the whole, you know, Whiskey David or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's the market for Afrobeat here is mm. massive. Yeah, because there's so many. This Africans. is like the biggest bag. The UK yeah, yeah, is yeah. the biggest bag because there's so many Africans here. So like yeah. African Americans, a lot of them don't know where they're from. Right? Yeah. And so Africans yeah. here, the African artists are able to um to appeal because we all you said I walked in there, I'm like, oh, are you gone in? You did say that. And I'm like, are you Nigerian or Congolese? I'm not saying <laughs> African Americans are African Americans. Okay. Yes. So yes. I, so for us like sort of West Africans, some South Africans out here, that were very still very proud. Like my kids say they're Nigerian. Mm, good. I love my that. Kids good. Like, I'm Nigerian, yeah. like, I love that. Like, kind of South African as well, but mm-hmm. but they are. They're not even kind of. They are as they well. Are, yeah. Like, but they always say I'm Nigerian. Mm. Okay. And so, like, and so in a way, we're so close because we're not so many generations removed yeah. from where yeah. we're from. Yeah. That we are a right market. Yeah. And we are proud of these African artists. Yeah. We will go to the O2. We'll go to the Bricks. Mm. And also the music's good. Let's be real. Music, music is great. Is I mean, look at Whiskid and um, um, his last O2 and where he tried to give us one date. And try to give the US like I'm, I'm yeah. about to, and then the way everything Listen, you just here, the mu- the mu- we made you the music, the <laughs> whiskey, mu- yeah, whiskey. <laughs> the music is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, she said whiskey. That threw me off. <laughs> whiskey, whiskey. <laughs> but yeah. Sorry, go on. No, it's okay. <laughs> right. So we've gone from acting. What iconic character that you have? British character because I feel mm. like. My favorite is Mooney. Sorry, yeah. that's, that's everyone's favorite. People Mooney. still stop me. Like, well, can I ask you a question day. about that? You know, obviously, because Mooney is almost like an unserious, funny, you know, comedic yeah. person. I'm on serious and funny and comedic. <laughs> but you know, um, 
from from seeing from having that in my mind and then when i met you at the launch for the um for the documentary and i thought oh grown up he's a he's an adult <laughs> that's why like i didn't want to approach because i was like oh my god if you were now there being like da, 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 as mooney because that's that, what we know i would have yeah. approached yeah, that's you because that's what i know well you have to remember that's a character and also i know also do you know what i realized about films what's mad like people are so shocked when they meet me it's like mm. oh my gosh like you, you're like you look so old. I'm like, oh, I can't be 17 forever. <laughs> yeah. Remember when I done killer? Like, I was mean? 17 years old. Like, yeah. okay. I've been alive longer <laughs> than when I done killer. Yeah. To put it in context, yeah. I did killer. Obviously, it came out in 2006, but I did it in 2004. Yeah. So I've been alive literally. What was, what was I doing in 2006? 2006. I was in school. Yeah, we went. Yeah, we went. Yeah, yes. so like I've been alive longer than that film has been out, and yeah. so in a way, it's um, it's I love that people love it so much. I love that it's so iconic. Even yeah. some guys saw me the other day. He's like, "What else have you done?" I said, "You're not a real fan." <laughs> then you're not right, a real fan. Exactly. Said, not a real fan. That's so, exactly. That's so true. Like, what, 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 like, what, what kind of question like, is that? What, I don't. I, you know what? I don't mind. I'm never. Hold you know on. What? Let me deep it. You went to the creator. I said, "What have you done?" No, but like you know what? I'm never offended because like you know what. Like the thing is, it's what you have to look at all these different things at. It's different touch points. Right. Not everyone's gonna watch Evolution. It's true. Not yeah. everyone knows I directed it. People might watch it and not care who directed it. Mm. Like not mm. not everyone's gonna watch the intent. Yeah. Some people might watch Kid Old. Some people might watch. Do you know what I mean? Like you have to make something for yeah. everyone. Because you see the intent. Like I knew about you being a part of it because I read it. Yeah, yeah, I read it because people don't know. Like people, like even though it says my name several times at the start yeah. of the movie, mm-hmm. it's not it doesn't really go it, in. It you know, sometimes they don't register. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't really go it. in. Yeah. And so, and it. so, in a way, like when me and Nikki put that film together, like what we realize is that actually people, people just pay attention to who's in the movie, not who made it. Who made, who made it? it. Yeah. That part right there. But, sorry, I just wanted to ask. What is that transition like? Obviously, with people like me who still has Mooney in my head and then seeing you <laughs> mm. as, you know, this director and all of this amazing entrepreneur and doing such a great, amazing thing for mm. the black community. What was that transition like? I didn't think about it that much. I just mm. did it. It was hard to get my first film made um, mm. to 18 months mm. um, to raise the money. We raised them. We made a film called It's A Lot. It wasn't massively successful. Mm. It was an important film because that film taught us the business of film. Yeah. Me and my business partner, Nikki, we were like going to meetings, in and out. I did a lot of meetings, man. That was my whole life became about that film for 18 months. I didn't do really anything. Mm. And so it was a hard transition. But like once you're in, you just grow and grow. It's like everything. Mm. You just get better and better. And yeah. over time, you realize, oh, I'm better than I was last mm. week, last year. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, mm. that's it's it's hard to do anything new. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? And but yeah. you have to bet on yourself, and you have yeah. to take risks. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. So obviously, the doc- the documentary is out now. If you haven't watched it, please. I re- it's on my five. I think that's where yeah, I watch it. So yeah. it's on my five, which is a, a which is like Streaming channel f- five's five, channel five. sort of BBC iPlay equivalent. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. Like I think the show is great. I'll be honest. I like, think it's great. I don't really want to like. I don't. It's not even bragging. I just know it's really good because we put a lot of sweat and sweat, uh, sweat Listen, and tears. Listen, talk your talk. You did that. No, no, we talk did a lot. Talk. We put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into that. Yeah. Um, we we really wanted to represent Black British people well. <clears throat> we really wanted to um to 
to just like celebrate the culture. Because remember, we we what we said to ourselves was like, you know, this documentary tonally is going to be a celebration of the culture. Absolutely. So like, we yeah. didn't really get into a lot of the ne- sorry, no, we didn't sorry. really get into a lot of the negative negative stuff. We like really focused on. I don't what think ma- you needed to. I don't. Yeah. And can I just say something? Yeah. Like you've given us something to be very proud of. Yeah, and that's what Absolutely. that was important yeah. to us. We wanted to make something that the people that were in it. And the, all the people that were part of the scene mm. would be very proud of. But today, I'm going to tell one story about the show. Go on. So a guy DMs me ages ago, right? Uh-huh. DMs me. I'm going to try to find it. Oh. I hope I can remember. Do you know what? Name. Why you're looking for that? Yeah. Do you know why I think that gassed me while I was watching it? I think it was the funky. Epi- yeah, it was the funky episode. Yeah. Romel London, like she was having a little. She was very good. She was so. Oh my god, I love Romel London. Like mm. she was in there. She was like, oh my god, remember these shoes? She was like East Londoner. So <laughs> <laughs> like she was so into it, and I was like, this is what it is. Like this is yeah. the reason why we're like he's giving us something to be proud Let of. Let me try to find this guy. Um, oh my gosh, I hope I can find it. Um, but mm. anyway, if mm. I can't find it, let me see the following. I followed him today. Oh man, no, I can't find it. This mm. is so annoying. Sort by sorry, it's really. It's important. okay. It's kind of important. That I've done it by latest. Come on, it's alright. I'm on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so I followed this guy today, right? Right. And he sent me a message of my story. He said, "Congratulations, brother. Well done." I saw my mum in the clip. She passed away 25 years ago. But I know she loved Jungle and UK Garage. <gasps> Isn't that so powerful? Oh, my God. Not me getting emotional. <laughs> that is beautiful. So, like, Crazy. in a way, to be able to capture his history and his family's history. Yeah. So he's seen his mum in, like, dancing in a rave. And she's passed away since. But then. me, I'm just licensing any archive, yeah, to whoever. Yeah. But to him, that's like made these day. And I, so I met this guy today. And I was like, that's incredible. That is wow. absolutely incredible. Whoever that is, is listened. Well done for like even him reaching out to you. Yeah. that's beautiful. I feel mm. like that must have made you feel like no, that just made a me bit feel warm. Good yeah, I yeah. tell you why that made me feel good because it remind mm. it it reinforces what I thought the show was, mm-hmm. which was like documenting people's mm-hmm. history, mm-hmm. culture, not just music, just like people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Documenting no. us. Mm-hmm. It's like for us, it's we talk about the artist. Yeah. For him, he's talking about his mum that was in a clip mm-hmm. that we yeah. used. Mm. That is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm smiling so much. I'm getting all like, <laughs> no, it's nice. no, it's beautiful. So I just want to talk about, oh, sorry, this is what I was saying before you went on to that. If you haven't watched the, evolu- um, the evolution of black British music, go and watch it. I'm not just saying it because Femi's here. If you go on my socials, I've been reposting it. I've you. been talking about it on Thank Twitter. You. I even tagged Slicks and them in it. And then he messaged me. He was like, wait, wait, wait. He was like, where are you watching it? Where are you watching it? So I sent him the link to watch it. He didn't it. even have the link. This guy. <laughs> Slicks, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't bet you. He didn't even message me to say, Femi, where's the link? No, I added him. This is me. Oh my God. Because I saw him at the party and I was yeah. like, hey. But he didn't even say like, oh, I'm in it. So when I saw him, him and Shifty, I was like, yeah. You know what was oh, hard about it. that? What was hard about that was Scholar just died a few days before we interviewed them. Right. So it was a hard interview as well. But again, it just shows why it's so important yeah. for us to do these shows because, like, you know, because yeah. of people like Scholar, because of people like that, because we otherwise... It was a hard show to make. Like I said, Skibbity died a few 
Yeah. So after we interviewed him, Jamal, Scholar. Jamal died, scholar. All of that yeah. happened in that period. Yeah, and like it just showed the importance and the urgency mm-hmm. of why we needed to do that thing. Mm-hmm. Guys, please, those of you that are listening, if you've joined us, if you shared this part of the clip, if you screen recorded it, I don't know what the hell you did, but please, please, please go and watch it. It's on my five. And what I love about my five, you don't have to sign in. You know, some streaming things, they make you sign, sign up in, and stuff. Yeah. Mm. No, you. I just go on my TV. You've got a smart TV. You should have it there. Like, just go and watch and it. Also and also, it's online. Screen. So if you, and, maybe, and it's also online. Yeah, maybe you yeah. have to sign in on an online version. I don't know. No, you actually don't. Oh, you don't? You don't? No, you don't, because I went on a link. You really don't. Okay. All right. oh. you go, Listen, you, you heard the man it. himself. Listen, he's the one that created <laughs> it. You know, so please. All right. I, I don't remember ever signing into that app. Yeah, I d- like, because when I saw it, I was like, oh my God, please, because my email address is long. It's like, hard to find, though. Don't you think it's hard to find? No, what, not my really. Five? Just type in the evolution of Black British music. Yeah. Because I watched it the weekend it came out and it was there on the homepage. Fantastic. So now when I go back and I've been watching the episodes, it says, it says continue. On, yeah. Continue. For the people that are not continuing, just search for the evolution. Yeah, just search page. for yeah. it. Like Google it, whatever. Like but I'm sure it's not on the homepage. It. And also, one thing that I found on Instagram, search the hashtag on Instagram as well because so many people have reposted and reshared it. So yeah have a look there so i just want to be a bit nosy and get into the life of femi you want to talk about um, like you said your boyfriend don't talk oh my days (laughs) i knew you (laughs) how's that got to do with you i said i'll talk about you not me first of all he's not my boyfriend ray oh He's gonna listen to this. Look how long, look how long it took her to tell me that. No, I know, I'm sorry. Because I can't lie, up until today, thank you for me. Up until today, like I haven't really talked about this to anybody. I mean, it's fine. I mean, you 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 spoke about other stuff on other podcasts that involved that like, buttocks. So this so is that, like oh this my. is that like, easy level. Okay. You're open. You're open. I'm very open. Like I'm, I I'm open enough, but like, yeah, he also <laughs> respects that I'm open, but just I, I just won't put his business. I love that for you. Okay, so we're not gonna get enough content. What about him? Yeah. What about yourself? What about you? Any? Don't talk about me. Don't don't come up in here talking about me. And also, <laughs> Femi, don't deflect. I'm coming back to you. No, but come yeah. to me. I don't mind. Come Listen, to me. Come so, to me. You, so you're married. Yeah. How long have you been married? A long time. A long. What's a long 11 time? Eleven years. Ele- really? Mm. Eleven years. Where's your ring? You know, I got burgled a year after I got married. Okay, first of but all, I need to replace it. For sure. Oh, they took the ring. Yeah, they. they That's only disgrace. Stole you jewels. must be That's so horrible. desperate to steal. No, I mean, yeah, you can steal a ring. No, but then worth a lot of money. No, but then yeah. that's so horrible and disgraceful that somebody did that to you. Right? Like, no, yeah. well, it wasn't. So, so, yeah. I, you know, it's life. Okay, so since That's then horrible. you haven't bought no, another ring. It's material. I don't like jewelry. I don't like watches. I don't mm. like rings. I don't like look nothing. Um, nothing. I but I need to. I'm gonna get another ring. Okay. Because it comes up a lot, and I'm like, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm not pretending not to be married. Yeah, yeah. So you see, like in your life, so like I'm sure you are a very busy man. I know mm. that you're a very busy man, mm. especially all the things that you got going on now. Mm. So when you're making time for like home, so like your kids, your wife, how does that come about? Do you like plan like date nights? Do you plan like specific days to go out with the kids? Like, what does family do with his family? I think we should do. I should do. A, I could do a lot more. Um, okay. I take my kids to school every day, Lovely. but they're getting big now, so they don't want me to do it anymore. Oh. <laughs> they're about to. Well, they don't. Oh, they've not said that, but they. I think from next week. Like, from next week, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> I think it's over. But they've taken themselves a few times. But like the point is, like 
from nursery till now i've always taken them to school and that's, that's been our little type mm-hmm. when i'm in the country mm-hmm. so sometimes i'm not here but when i'm in the country i'll take them to school every day okay. um in terms of like my partner like we we um we um we were trying to do date nights but we've not kept up but a lot has changed okay. recently where yeah like there's just been lots going on moving house like stuff like that oh, so okay. it's all all been a bit all over the place okay and so because of that i wouldn't like we we could make more time i'd say like and i just feel like um well sometimes like you know we're just chilling at home and stuff is mm. is remember the my life my career is so outside Mm. i don't like being outside Mm. but i'm outside because it's like part of the very fabric of what i do Mm. and so in a weird sort of way Mm -hmm. being inside Mm -hmm. is a gift for me i love that do do you know what i'm kind of like that as well because do you know what i hate this guys have asked me this recently because I was saying to you, like, I only just started dating. I said, when I turn 30, I'm going to start dating again. Because up until my birthday, I had so many things going on. Like, I was studying, working different jobs. Like, it was a lot. So I said, let me concentrate on myself, like, the last two, three months before the big three zero, right? Mm. So when I've met guys, they're like, oh, you're one of them girls, isn't it? And I'm like, what's one of them girls? Ask them again. What's one of them girls? And I was talking to this one guy. This was not that long ago he was listing a bunch of restaurants right and then i didn't understand where he was going with it and then what you ended up in nando's (laughs) (laughs) don't try it he was listing like listing high-end restaurants hey have you been sexy fish i was like no have you been here there have you been hackerside and then when i went yeah he went i knew someone like you would go hack i'm like what does that mean i was like and the things he never told me why he was asking me those questions and i was thinking Okay, so is it based on the appearance you're trying to suss out who you think I am? Mm. But then when I told him, do you know what? Like, I, when it comes to like date nights, I actually like staying inside. Mm. I like Netflix. Most of me like, yes, <laughs> not gonna spend no money. <laughs> I, I think that's what he thought. Yes, I was like, I like to like stay in Netflix. Ray knows how much I love wine. Shisha, shisha. <laughs> Like when I moved out, that, that's one of the first things I bought was shisha vibes. That's funny. Like bought like shisha chill. Like mm. that's my night. So like to hear you say stuff like that, I definitely get it because it's not every day outside. I go out with my friends. Mm. Like if I go to an event, if I'm invited somewhere, it's outside. So doing things outside, that doesn't always mean that's what a date night consists of. Mm, for or sure. to how to show for somebody. Sure. Yeah. For me it's time. That's yeah. like my love language. It's oh. like, yeah, like. Spend, I think time's important. I think I think times any any anyone's love language. I feel like with women, like in a relationship, I feel like in order to cultivate any relationship, mm. you need to spend time together, whatever that looks like, whether Absolutely. that be in, like, in, I just feel if you're not spending time with someone that you're in a relationship with, mm. it's not gonna work. Mm. So, what's your love language, Finny? What I like to receive or I like to give? Both, actually. I think I gift a lot. Okay. I think I'm a gifter. Okay. I'm definitely a gifter. Mm-hmm. What do you In like to receive? Of, I don't know, actually. Was it acts of service, words of affirmation? I don't think. Maybe both. Maybe you're yeah. right. Maybe it is a that. A bit of. 
Maybe it is like maybe it is definitely uh, affirmation. I affirm myself. I'm gassed. Like, I'm, <laughs> I affirm myself. I'm lit. <laughs> I'm, I'm lit. I'm lit, mate. Yeah. I think I'm lit. Like I just feel like I think so. I think it's so important to think you're lit in life. Yeah. Like, because why are you getting up in the morning? Yeah. Like, you yeah. need to because there's so many things in life that can crush us. Yeah. Like, you need to like you need to. Know that be charged to approach especially the world, in this you know? day and age they're telling us that we're gonna have blackout soon mm. like, listen you have to ginger fuck? yourself like, mm-hmm. you have to ginger yeah. yourself i'm from nigeria blackout is a minor no that's more, it <laughs> <laughs> no more, like yeah. in a light off yes yeah, like it's, you'll be walking down the street and then when certain people like people just go to the roadside they'll be like oh i'm on my light off that means oh, i'll have is the yeah. lights off again yeah and then i'm just like oh god listen, god. listen. <laughs> but yeah so um I'd say definitely, like, probably, like, acts of service, I would yeah. say, yeah. But is that because, um, okay, so th- the times where you are away, well, I, d- I don't know, but <laughs> do you sometimes feel like or find yourself feeling like you have to overcompensate because sometimes you might be away a bit longer than expected from your mm-hmm. family? So I'm when you come away, home... I, say, I say, like, I'm away for this long. Mm-hmm. I just, like, gifting people stuff. Like, I gift my friends. I give my friends stuff. I'm a very generous person. Love I just oh, come from good. a generous... That's like, good. Yeah, I'm just a generous person. What, oh, okay. do, what do your children think about what you do? Are you, like, the coolest dad at school? Yeah, have they watched, like, Kidhood and of stuff? Of course not. Why? <laughs> Wait, of course not. What the coolest Sorry, dad question? of the kiddohood? They've not watched kiddohood. Oh, Absolutely okay. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> they've not know? watched my kids unless mm. they've watched it by themselves on YouTube because kids lie. But they do. know who you are, right? Yeah, Your but kids. they didn't for a long time oh, because my okay. kids. I was just a dad to my kids. Yeah, yeah of course. Just, <laughs> and so daddy. my kids used to think people that recognized me were my friends. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then eventually, people at their school, okay. their teachers and stuff told them who i was oh you see teachers so i never oh. actually told my kids oh, i'm an actor oh, i took my kids okay. knew i was an actor but you know teachers no, no, are too tough i can't i would have done that no I but think about it. my kids knew i was an actor <laughs> my kids knew i was a director like because remember my kids have grown up with a version of me as a director yeah okay. so they, they didn't even think of me yeah. as an actor yeah. really and so my kids knew i was i acted Mm-hmm. A little bit, yeah. but they knew I was more of a director. Because actor for me was a lot younger. Yeah, a lot younger, and so yeah. Like, I still act, but like yeah. that's not the prominent thing I yeah, do. Yeah, and so then my kids grew up thinking people that recognized me on road were random. They used to call that. Oh, look, that uncle said hello to you. I'm dead. Like, <laughs> again, because we're African, right? So yeah. like everyone's yeah, uncle and everyone's auntie. Uncle, yeah. auntie. And so, so um. My kids thought I was just knew lots of people. Right. And then over time, their teachers told them. And then over time, they realized, oh, my gosh, my dad's actually a famous actor. Yeah. And then, but they didn't know that till, yeah. I don't know how many years ago, but, like, they only started to realize maybe five, six years ago. Okay. Like, the older one's 11, the young one's nine. So they okay. only started to realize okay maybe maybe even four five years ago like mm. who i really am and they're like oh my gosh mm. and then obviously they now start they go to stuff with me yeah and they see how people act That's around lovely. me and then they so me and my son went to a basketball thing the other day you get free stuff because yeah. of who your dad is and all of that you know that's lovely that's, that's so like nice. do any of your kids like show that they've got you know some sort of the same interest as you like my when it comes to they've stuff. got acting agent oh amazing oh, nice. my kids amazing so like one of them is called Cosmo, the older one. He mm. acts. Um, he's done lots. Of, he's done a short film that was on Film Four. Lovely. He was in a Knox video. Okay. Um, called Alpha House. Okay. I think that's what it's called. He was in a Knox video. He was in a some Water Aid advert. 
he's like he acts like yeah. he's outside yeah. he's, he's, he's doing stuff yeah. my younger son is not doing as he did he's done a few things but not as much as his older brother okay. but he really wants to be an actor okay nice. my young my older that. son is doing it because he's good at it and like it's, he's good at everything yeah oh, so I my older son's one of those kids he's good at everything and so um He's just doing it because he is. But my younger son will tell you that's what he wants. That's to his do. passion. Yeah. yeah, I love that about kids of today yeah. because, like, when my nephew tells me something, I have a nephew who's thirteen, right? He thinks he knows more than me. He thinks he knows more than me. But then whenever he probably comes does about some things. On honestly, I can't lie to you. Like he's got, he has an older brother, and um, his older brother is the one that told me about TikTok. I didn't know nothing. Mm. He was like, yeah, Auntie Nick, yeah, TikTok is popping, you know. At this point, do you know he was like 12 at the time? But then this brother of his is now 14. And he, what do you mean TikTok is popping? Are you sick? But um, yeah, like the younger ones that um, are in my family, I always encourage them. Any little thing that they say, I'm like, oh my God, is that what you want to do? Yeah. Really? I just, yeah. Like, I'm just so like that with them. Even the young people I work with in my day-to-day job, as soon as they tell me about something creative, although that's not the reason why I'm working with them, but... um. When they tell me about something creative, I'm like, oh my God, really? Is that what you really want to do? And like, I don't do that. I do family therapy. Like, Mm. I'm not there to talk about creative stuff. So, oh, do you know what? No, I can't actually say that. But yeah, afterwards. But you know, when they tell me they're into like creative things and their parents are like, no, they don't want to do this. I'm like, let them do it. Let them express themselves. I think think your job as a parent is to expose your kids to as many good things as possible yeah whether it be creative whether it be culture whether it be travel whatever it is yeah and then the kids can then decide what they want to be but you have to expose them and equip them to be able to go into the world with as much information absolutely yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so documentary out we've got the evening with dame dash yeah mm. so that's at the o2 fan studios Indigo, which sorry. is mine and nikki's mm-hmm. company mm-hmm. um we are Nikki's hosting a conversation with Dame Dash, him and Tricky, mm-hmm. um, Tricky from um, online, yeah. from everything. <laughs> yeah. Tricky from online. He's our brother. We've known him for years now. And um, so yeah, well, they're, they're talking to Dame Dash at the O2. Lovely. And that's this Sunday. So by the time that this is out, it would have gone. Yeah, <laughs> okay. but I'm yeah. sure it would have gone well. Yeah, yes. and I'm sure it would have gone amazing. Because <laughs> even from what you're saying about, you know, how the conversations that have happened when you've met up with him already, with Dame, by the way, it seems like... He's got gems, he's got gems. And yeah. he's knowledgeable. He's it's very like insight- he to sounds your, insightful. It's like listening to one of your uncles. Yeah. But that has done really well in the entertainment industry. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I love that. So what else can we expect from Femi? I mean, I want to do more acting in 2023. Um, okay. There's more documentary. Um, I already announced it on your show. Um, <laughs> I love that. There's, there's a documentary and there's there's um, Intent Free. There's um, American Projects. Okay. There's, there's loads that we've got going there's on. There's a lot. Well, like a lot next year, I really want to do more scripted stuff. I want okay. to make more films. I want to make TV drama. I want to do. That's, Love that. That's what I'm going to be doing next year. Mm-hmm. That's my nice. main focus, and that, and also building out my American repertoire. Like you know, so there's I a lot that. of films. It's about three or four films that I'm developing in America at the moment. Okay. And so I so you've been flying out to do those? I've been flying out, not flying. I've been to America. 
twice this year. Okay. Um, I went for work once mm. in between. I went to Miami, then I did a detour to LA. But like you know, it's like you know, Zoom saved like from the yeah. pandemic made us realize we didn't really need to fly as much as we do. It's true. Uh, and mm. but but you know, work wise, I like traveling a lot. So mm. like you know, I've come up with excuses to to travel. <laughs> but um, definitely for me, I think it's important to build. But um, definitely for me. 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 But um, 
definitely funnel. But um 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 definitely funnel. 